Welcome. Welcome, millions of fans. Welcome back. Welcome back. Your favorite streamer and yeah. friends. <laughs> the Gabbler. And Monty's here. I'm your favorite uh, non-streamer streamer. What do we got to talk about this week? Oh! Let's see, Gabbler, Gabbler started a few single-player games. Never finished. Well, yeah, man, I mean, you know. What? <laughs> it's been the holidays. Right. Well, I we played uh, Outer Worlds. I beat it. I played enough of it to know how I feel about it. I, mean... uh, I also played Control because it was on sale. No one else played that. I heard somebody played that before. And uh, I finally figured out how to stream Call of Duty without it crashing. So, Oh, shit. That's what you missed. Hope everyone had a happy Christmas and Merry Hanukkah. Star Wars came out. That's also yeah, a thing. Yeah, I, I saw happened. Star Wars and Gabbler the last didn't, but might as well have because he knows everything that I've happened. seen it. I just haven't put my eyes on the scenes. <laughs> And Destiny is still a shit show. I keep seeing things pop up on my Facebook newsfeed about how shit's fucking broken it's, still. It's just trash. And uh, it's, it's like people are start slowly starting to come around with that. I saw an article all about why the Eververse sucks and pretty much brings up all the things we talked about, you know, the day it launched. There's less fucking bright dust going around. You can't buy as much shit with bright dust. Fucking, you only get a certain number We told them this would happen. Yeah. Oh, look at this, everybody. Destiny 2 launches and everybody complains about the Eververse. And what do they do? They make it to where basically you can get everything. And what happens? The game doesn't make any fucking money. And Activision lets go of it. And then we fast forward to today where, guess what? Now you get even less shit from the Eververse than you were getting when the game launched. It's fucking insane. These people, gamers are a mistake. All right? All they yes. do is fuck video games up. And game developers keep asking, keep like looking to them for answers. Like, what do you guys want? Stop asking what people want. Stop. No. Bad dog. Fucking stupid. And I mean, I actually saw a video from uh, one of these modern warfare YouTubers basically kind of talking about how all the shit that you bitch about on Reddit, they're not going to fix that. Because that's the vocal minority. That's the hardcore players, and they're going to cater to the casuals. But, I mean, it's it's kind of a give and take, because in, in the modern warfare sense, I mean, all the hardcore players want the same game every fucking year with updated graphics. And when you change anything or try to do anything different or progress the series, they're going to bitch until it's reverted. So, you know, you have a shotgun that actually behaves like a shotgun, and people are like, Which oh, I don't it's, understand too, it's, because it's too overpowered. The too range, weird. it's like 15 feet. Like, yeah, it's a fucking shotgun, dude. It's not a blunderbuss. Now, I could hear footsteps too far away, which, I mean, it was a problem. Footsteps were a little too loud, but it discouraged people from running out into the open and fucking jumping around like idiots. But that's what everyone wants to do. So now the game, everything is right with the world. I mean, everyone, the meta, at least in Team Deathmatch, is to just sprint around corners, jump around corners, slide around corners with a submachine gun, and fucking out ADS. Everyone else. So submachine guns are OP. They got retarded range. 
And everyone's kind of okay with that because that's just what people want to do. I just want to fucking not think about anything. And I mean, it's there's not even a point to like think tactically in this game because people don't behave like people would in real life. They don't make decisions like they would in real life. If you find people that are like, let's say your team has point A and point B, the other team has point C, you'll just have a guy fucking camping the A spawn but not actually taking A. It's just exploity, stupid fucking bullshit. And like in real life, you'd be like, all right, they're not going to be coming from this direction because we're in control of these points. We're supposed to be pushing this last point or holding the middle point or whatever. So you'll just be like, you know, (laughs) doing your thing. And all of a sudden fucking someone's behind you. That's where you're wrong, kiddo. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I try to I try to play it like. Well, I've you told know, you, this using is one of the reasons I fucking hate. This is one of the reasons I love BR games. It's the, it's the only reason why I like BR games is because you can't do that shit. You, you can't flank around the back because you're going to respawn right afterwards. Or you can't sit in the enemy spawn or be in a fucking area with a bunch of enemies. Because as soon as you die, you, you, you're out. You know? Uh, yeah. Of course, there's a lot of other problems with BR games. Um, shields and armors. Stupid shit, but you people just, mostly play BR games like they want to play a first-person shooter. They just drop into a highly populated area, right? And because they want Which action, because BR games so are so crazy. fucking boring. Well, yeah, but that's because the maps are so fucking huge. They don't need to be huge. Yeah, they really don't. I am looking forward to uh, the BR that's been leaked for Modern Warfare, though. Yeah, that's when I'll start playing the game. Because I don't have any desire to... It's one of the things I hate about Battlefield. I love Battlefield. It's probably the best FPS out there in terms of time to kill and shit like that. Well, at least it was before this fucking recent installment. But I don't know. I think yeah. you would like Ground War if you play it like Battlefield. Because that's what I've been doing. One of the things I've always I've been fucking wrecking it at uh, counter-sniping people, people with a marksman jump in rifle. a vehicle and just fucking fly in and drop their t- team behind you. And now you got to like... Oh, we were going to push the point, but one fucking team came over this way, so I guess we're going to stay here, and it's just the same shit over and over. Well, the ve- I mean, there's still vehicles in Ground War, but one person, if you have uh, one perk that gives you double lethal ammunition and you have a thermite grenade, you just toss two fucking thermite grenades, and that will kill a tank. So it's not like Battlefield where the tanks are completely immune to bullets, and like you have to be kitted out. And you have to have your whole fucking squad like coordinating to take down a tank. Yeah. So at least that's good. And the vehicles actually control better. It's weird. It's like they kind of did Battlefield better than DICE did. Because DICE keeps... I mean, I appreciate DICE for trying to do what they do. But, I mean, let's face it. Battlefield 4 was the last really great Battlefield. Battlefield 1 ended up okay in the end. Yeah, well, the problem really with like uh, listen, I like the idea of like oh fucking World War One and World War Two, but I don't like it as a fucking PvP game. Like that's fun. Uh, like the campaign in those games were fun, and I'd love to do more co-op. Well, like stuff I, I don't think fun. this this the setting or the time period really mattered so much. It's the game mechanics. Well, like Battlefield Five, because the thing about Four that was so great was all these fucking gadgets and shit that you could have. It really yeah. kind of broke up the fucking game. 
in in a game like Battlefield One, and and when you're dealing with like War World War One and World War Two, you're so limited in the fucking things that you can give to characters that everybody just ends up using the same fucking weapons and the same gadgets because they're just the best ones. But you play Battlefield Four, and it's like, oh, I mean, I got like sixteen different fucking things I can choose from as a sniper in terms of my gadgets alone, and I can actually help my team in a different way than this guy who's just spawning a fucking spawn beacon i can actually do other shit like paint targets and shit yeah and i mean they got the sniping right in uh battlefield one i really like that whole sweet spot system because sniping is really difficult in battlefield so to be able to get a one-shot body kill if you're playing your ranges correctly that's a really interesting but people fucking bitched about it of course because (laughs) they don't want to have to sit there and learn the fucking range no, they don't like them. getting one shot by snipers, which well, I mean, too that, bad. That's also, the point. I mean, snipers don't like to learn the fucking range. It's I don't know. People bitch about everything in video games. That's why I really games. haven't played a whole lot of Battlefield Five, mostly because in Battlefield I like to snipe, and uh, if you can't get a one shot body shot, and you got to actually hit a headshot, and you have to account for fucking bullet drop and lag and all this shit, it's so hard to get kills. Not to mention that if you're using an actual sniper site, people are going to see you from across the fucking map because of that sniper glint. Yep. And the thing that I like about Ground War is they, uh, this is the first time I think that Call of Duty has used projectiles instead of hitscan. And I think the, uh, the bullet velocity is more realistic in this game. Like, you don't have to lead as much. I mean, Call of Duty does great as an arcade shooter. I mean, that's true, but it doesn't change anything. It's a lot more fun in in Ground War when you can move away from the submachine guns and actually do pretty well with long-range weapons. So I throw on an ACOG scope and a semi-auto marksman rifle, and I just out-snipe the snipers, and it's a lot of fun. You just aim at the sniper glint. Anyway, mm-hmm. I've been having fun with it, so I've been playing it. But what's the, what's yeah. the other? Didn't we have a game that we all played? Oh, Outer Worlds. What do you think of Outer Worlds so far? I like it. I mean, I I, I haven't completed it, so I haven't experienced the story. But I don't, I don't really play for the story. Uh, at any point ever, in a game like Fallout or something like that. Um, just not something that I typically do. So it doesn't really bother me that I haven't completed it yet. I'm I'm already of the mind that it's a good game. I like it. I like the way it plays. I think the gunplay is definitely better than Fallout. Uh, yeah, it just does that weird thing that a lot of games do with, uh, pistols with sights on them. (laughs) Yeah. The Far Cry. Far Cry did it too, where when you put a sight on your pistol, all of a sudden it looks like you're holding the sight like right up to your fucking eyeball, and it looks really yeah, weird. A lot of games do that, and that's because it's built for fucking console, and console games do that stupid bullshit. Yeah, it it's has that weird thing that. where the crosshair is below center, and you can't change it on PC, even though you can change the field of view. It's also got that, that weird, like, uh, fall fallout kind of thing where the guns are like supposed to be janky because they're made out of junk and shit or something like that or they're like there's definitely less variety and less customization on the guns than there is in fallout it's like fallout yeah 
And once um, you beat the story, uh, you can like reload a save and go back and you know <laughs> do all your side quests and stuff. But I mean, if you do all the side quests and you do the main quest, there's not a whole lot outside of that. It's definitely like mini Fallout, where there's not as much to do, there's not as much variety, but the moment to moment shit feels a lot better. Yeah, well, the gunplay is definitely better, even though it still has that, like, Fallout-style futuristic gun, iron sight garbage that just Yeah, I mean, if you had the content of Fallout with the gunplay of Outer Worlds, you'd have a really good game. That's I mean, they're both really good games. Survival Fallout-type game, or uh, post-apocalypse game. Yeah, not enough survival mechanics in it, but I mean, I get it. They're I'm just okay trying with to that. Tell a story. I know a lot of people are okay. You could with play. That, you so. could play on the supernova mode, the hardest difficulty, where you actually do need to eat and drink to survive and sleep and all that. Like I played that through that whole game without sleeping once. Yeah, I kind of like. I don't think there's enough kind of depth stuff. to that game to really treat it like a survival game. You know. It yeah, just seems like it would be getting in the way. It like, works in Fallout know, I guess 4 I gotta because eat. there's a lot of customization and shit like and that. And a lot more crafting, too. Yeah, and it gives use to the food and stuff other than just a thing to heal you. Yeah. Um, well, the food in this game, I think you can eat it or you can like apply it to your <laughs> stim shot. So as you level up your medical skill, you can... Um, you get additional slots, so every time you use your health refill, you can add other effects to it. Wow, I'm glad they put us... I guess we've been doing so well in the last couple games, Monty, that they just were like, hey, save this team from losing miserably, but they're just getting shit on. Yeah, that's another thing. They're still, they still have skill-based matchmaking in uh, Modern Warfare. Every game does that stupid bullshit. I don't know yeah. why they do that these days. <clears throat> It's not every it's game. This spurs. is the this is the first Modern Warfare to do or first Call of Duty to do it. The problem is, first of all, they're not prioritizing they're not prioritizing connection. So I mean, I don't think I've ever had. Oh my god, this is the lowest latency I've ever had. Right as I'm talking about it, twenty seven. That should be the first priority. The first thing in the goddamn checklist. Connection. Yes. But unfortunately, it's like yeah. But the thing is, is I mean, I looked at some videos to see exactly how it works. It takes your last five games into account. And uh, the thing is, it's like sometimes you'll just go on a really shitty streak of sucking ass because it takes your skill and then it compares it to everyone else's skill. So, like, there'll be games when, like, the top guy on each team has, like, 50 kills and two deaths and everyone else is just sucking ass. They're like, yeah, it's even. Like, yeah, it's even. But no one's having fun. But like every, we've I don't want to be doing shooters. mediocre all the time. Like I want to have those competitive games shooters where... for like two plus decades now, and all this shit where like developers are like, well, what about the the players that aren't good at the game when they get paired with people that are real good? They'll be fine. They'll either keep playing the game, or they'll fucking stop playing and play something else. Like that's that's how it's always been. It's going to be the same way. Even like the skill based matchmaking does nothing. It just creates this weird like metric of. Win, loss, loss. Win, loss, loss. It doesn't feel good at all. Like, at all. Because half the time I'm losing, is my connection is just fucking garbage. I'm not going to say it's, that's the reason that I'm losing, but it's hard to lose at and a fucking sometimes, game. Well, I mean, and then because it only... It's like 100. Well, because it only takes your last five games into account. Like, if I 
get put into games where I'm the balancing factor, right? And I have like a couple good games in a row. I'm bound to have a bunch of games where I just get shit on, like this game I'm playing right now. Well, not only that, but thirty nine eighty two. They're they're basing, and I'm not saying Modern Warfare is doing this, but games that do this shit where it's like skill based matchmaking, they'll they'll skill ba- they'll match you based on your skill, but then they don't reward you <coughs> based on your skill. They reward you on like, <clears throat> did your team win or not? Well, plus the, all the stats are hidden. There's right. no like ELO that it's showing you. It's just you just go in and you would never know what's happening if it wasn't for people testing this shit. And we've seen for years now that ELO just leads to people getting stuck in ELO hell. It's yeah. not a good. But system. I mean, there's no ranked mode, so it just ends up being like, well, I guess this I'm the shitty person. Fucking ridiculous. I know. That's what I'm saying, man. This is what skill based matchmaking does. You guys getting shit on? Forty-seven, yeah, 47 to one hundred. Jesus Christ. But it makes the people that have a hundred feel good because they were losing against people of the same skill, so they had to drop it down a little bit. Oh fucking five and eleven! Fucking, it's all nonsense, fucking corporate marketing bullshit. And that's why that you just... see me swing from being like, you know, a four KD to like a point three KD. It's because it's just where it happens in Overwatch and shit too. You know, you you go right, like, but Overwatch has a ranked mode. I mean, if they want to do a competitive yeah, mode and rank, that's fun. But yes, I know. I I get what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, I'm adding on another reason why this these systems are garbage. We used to play fucking Overwatch and get paired into like gold or some shit like that. That's yeah. how they fucking used to do it. Right? And then as soon as we would, like, we'd go into a team play and, and do gold and gold and gold, and that was our ranking. Every time we'd, we'd play I our think matches, I made it we'd to do our 10 matches once. and we'd gold. And then we'd come out of that and go play, like, the 2v2 shit when they introduced that, the ranked 2v2 shit, where it's like... Uh, and they fucking stick us with Grandmasters. Yeah, we'd be hitting Grandmasters. Like, what does that mean? Well, that means that we're a grandmaster skill level based on our stats, but because we're only one third of an entire team, based on our fucking teamwork skills, we're gold or diamond or whatever the fuck we ended up as. It's fucking stupid, man. Like, at least this game, you don't have to rely on teammates. I mean, you're supposed to, I guess. People probably bitch about how I play, but I turned uh, voice chat off. And man, it's much better without voice chat. Oh yeah, let me tell None you. None of these fucking I'm, console plebs with their fucking game sound game. coming back through their microphones. I just do fart noises through game chat. It's fun. Does anyone ever acknowledge it? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, did someone just shit themselves? <laughs> Oh, God, guys, I might have to AFK in the middle of it. Oh, God. I have to AFK in the... Oh, God. Oh! I can't. Just kill me. Oh, shitman, this one's great. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. The fucking... Skill-based matchmaking is, is not good. If they want to have a rank mode where they do that, then... I'm fine with it, but it doesn't need to be in all these other modes. I mean, I would still prefer it if it was like old school Counter-Strike or even CSGO nowadays, I guess. You can just fucking pick a server if you want and just stay in that server with those people. And you find the server, you keep looking for servers until you find one that, you know, you're good with. 
and then you just fucking stay there. Yeah, that's the fact, Jack. So yeah, Outer Worlds was good. I I wish it was longer. I mean, I I think I put thirty hours into it or something, and that's what it took to do everything. Mm. But I also didn't pay for it. It's on Xbox Game Pass, so that's cool. I still had a month of that. What else? Gabler was AFK for like two weeks. I don't know what you were playing, if you were playing anything. I don't think you talked about Death Stranding. You beat the shit out of that game, right? Oh, that game is fucking great. I can't wait for it to come out on PC and buy it again. I have to fight the urge to go and like 100% that game. It's just surprisingly addicting. You would think like, oh, it's a walking simulator. They, first of all, Kojima does this thing where he makes games and you have no fucking idea what it's going to be about. About, okay. Now, when they did Metal Gear Solid Five, they did something that they had never done before, which was they actually put out a bunch of gameplay trailers before that game launched. So you knew going into Metal Gear Solid Five what you were going to get out of it in terms of gameplay, and that was cool. You know. Uh, they had a lot of, I mean, obviously the sneaking look good. And there was, you know, you come from like Metal Gear Solid 4 and you're like, holy shit, this looks great. This looks fucking like the kind of shit you can do in this game looks fucking amazing. Of course, they sit there and spent five years building a fucking engine. So, of course, it was fucking great. Uh, and then, you know, the whole thing with Konami goes down and he takes off to another studio and, and borrows an engine from the guys who did uh, Horizon Zero Dawn or whatever. Which I have that game. It's like a uh, post-apocalyptic game, kind of, where uh, humanity used to be pretty far in advance, and uh, something happened, and I, I don't know exactly what happened because I never finished it. You know, it's one. Of, it's hard for me to finish. Con- it's difficult for me to finish con- console games because uh, you, you get in this. You have to go somewhere away from your computer. At least I do. I know people that uh, hook their shit up to their monitor, and I, I should probably do that. That's probably the way that I complete fucking console games. Unless they are super captivating. And even when they're super captivating, if I put it down for a couple weeks, it, it increases the chance of me not finishing it. But uh, games like God yeah. of War kept me super enthralled in the in the game for me to finish it easily. I played through it twice. Death Stranding, same concept. I mean... I, at the same time I was playing Death Stranding, Red Dead was out, so I'd get these moments where it's like, I want to play Death Stranding, but we're all going to be playing Red Dead, so I'd have to put that on hold. So normally I would have definitely finished that game a lot sooner, but the I, you know, I wanted to hang out and unlock Bounty Hunter shit and all that stuff. Um, it's just bad timing on that that one. But uh, this this game, there were no gameplay trailers really when they put out trailers very super super artsy because kojima kojima doesn't want to put out gameplay trailers you can tell he's the kind of guy that doesn't want to do that yeah uh, well because he wants you to experience the game with no preconceived notions right if you watch metal gear solid 2 and 3 trailers there's not a lot of gameplay going on in those trailers um and i might be wrong about one or two of these but uh I'm pretty sure there wasn't any real gameplay for these games being shown off. Uh, it was more along the lines of like, 
you know, just kind of artsiness to the trailers. And with Metal Gear Solid Five, I think Konami was getting all retarded and started, you know, oh, go fucking, we we need to get out gameplay trailers so people know what we're what they're doing or what they're getting into. It's it's a new age of video gaming. It's you know, Kojima's probably like, uh, I don't believe in that. <laughs> and you can see that I think in Death Stranding's trailers because I don't think there's a single. Yeah, they show some kind of uh they show a little bit of gameplay here and there but it's nowhere near what's actually waiting for you in that game if you look at the gameplay trailers or, or i mean realistically what the trailers are is there's like a bunch of story and artsy shit and then like a couple seconds of gameplay will pop up or something like that uh honestly <laughs> that's there's so much missing from those trailers. It's ridiculous. And I don't mean like story stuff. Like, yeah, of course, the first, uh, the first couple, like maybe 20 minutes of the game, that's all the cutscenes that you saw in the trailers. The first 20 minutes of the game, and you have already seen all the trailer cutscenes, all the trailer shit that they've shown you is in the first 20 minutes of the game. So everything's a big fucking mystery from there on out, which is great. It's very compelling, and you it makes you want to go, even though there's some kooky anime shit going on, it makes you go, well, what the fuck is going on? You know, what what exactly is going on? So it pushes you, it drives you forward. Um, but uh, in terms of gameplay, you know, you look at the trailers and you see like, oh, he's walking around a little bit. You know, that's cool, I guess. Uh, he's got like some kind of system where he can fall over and stuff. I mean, you honestly think that the game's going to be super survival-esque because you see scenes of him taking his boots off. I never got that cutscene. I'm assuming that the cutscene where he takes his boots off and peel his, peels his toenail off is like if you don't change your boots enough or something like that. You know, Kojima likes to do that in Metal Gear Solid Five. There's a lot of contextual shit in Metal Gear Solid Five where if you didn't shower often enough, you come back and they'd hose you down or throw a bucket of water on you or something like that. Yeah. They would talk about um, how, how you'd smell like shit and you'd have to get in the shower. Right. It seems like um, there was supposed to be a lot more to that whole mechanic, like a lot more to do back more. at base. And really and, there's and not, except really, to beat the shit out of really all your men way. and then have them thank you for it. But this game, you go into it and you, you get right out of the gate, you get that kind of, yeah, it's a little walkie, you know, but they really grab you with these songs that they'll play which I'm pretty sure are copywritten songs, but uh, whatever. They're really good. I mean, he obviously got the rights to it because, you know, it's just a couple bands and their music several times over. And then, of course, the stuff that they have made for the game. But uh, it's really good. Like, you start, I mean, obviously, when you first get into the game, you're you're just compelled by just the beauty of the game. The game looks really fucking good. You're playing as Norman Reedus. He's a great fucking actor. He does a good job here. A lot of his, uh, you can you can wear is like it Norman Reedus shit, or is it fucking uh, Daryl? It's Norman Reedus. No, it's normal. It's Norman Reedus. It's, uh, it, you get the sensation that, or not the sensation, the feeling that it's him. Like that's definitely his character. It's it's not Daryl. Daryl, I think, is a little bit too much of a badass. This is more of like because he's he doesn't really care about people and shit which is not a very Daryl thing. Uh, I don't know. It just seems like they said, let's just put Norman Reedus in the game. Uh, oh, the they wanted Norman playing... Reedus for Silent Hill. 
Right. And then they didn't do Silent Hill. Well, I mean, Kojima is a big movie fan, and he's a big fan of Norman Reedus and Mads Milkison, and so getting those guys to be in his games are probably, like, very, very awesome shit for him. It's humbling for him and shit like that. So, you know, he's, he's like, he's got a bro crush on those guys. Um, and you can see that with the way that he interacts with them and shit. But when you go into this game and you start walking around at first and it's just kind of nominal, things seem whatever. And you know there's like a motorcycle in the game and shit because you've seen it in the trailer. I mean, you start the fucking game with it. You don't get to ride it because it falls off a cliff immediately. But you know, like, okay, that's a thing that's in the game. And there's these mechanics and shit that they don't do a great job explaining some things. Like people, I always see people that are playing the game going, well, why isn't the, the water from the river aging people? Or why isn't the uh, water touching the dude's hand aging him when he puts it over his mouth? And they, they give you the answer to that. For some reason, this time fall rain, as soon as it makes contact with something, it does the aging process and immediately deactivates. It's like it has some kind of energy in it that dissipates almost immediately when it when it hits into whatever object it lands on. So, you know, that's just their way of explaining away of being able to fucking touch your face, even though you got wet hands or something. Uh, but the gameplay, like you don't realize until you start getting into it. They're like, okay, yes, it is a Amazon simulator. Like that's, that's the, the whole point is you, you just deliver shit. <clears throat> and you would think like, well, that sounds fucking boring and lame. But it's actually like you find yourself just going, I got to make that next delivery. One more delivery. One more delivery. You know, I want to get this delivery over here. And you're like, why? And it's not because like, oh, just because it's because you get shit like leveling up your rank with these groups of people that are in these underground bunkers. They'll they'll unlock new like recipes for you to craft uh, like equipment. It starts out with like, oh, here's some fucking, you know, those military fucking uh, exoskeleton legs that they show off every now and then that they're definitely using and not telling people about <laughs> uh, where it helps you. You can carry more shit. And you're like, OK, that's cool. All right. And then like if you're not carrying a bunch of shit, you can use your like uh, you can boost and kind of run fast and jump farther. And that's cool. Uh, but then like. Later on, some guy gives you some that are designed for speed. Like, oh, these will let you run fat, like super fucking fast. Oh, well, this is fucking cool. <laughs> like, it just keeps escalating. You get to start building roads, and you can drive on those fucking roads. And, and like, it's fucking, you get to the point where you're like, I'm going to build all these fucking roads so I can not have to worry about walking anymore. I'm going to drive fucking trucks because now I got a truck and I can, now instead of carrying like, 300 pounds or something i can carry like you know five tons of shit and now i'm just fucking i'm driving from location to location with like fucking i've seen videos boxes. of people walking around with like a fucking 15 foot stack of shit on their yeah, back and can, they're like their legs are about to break <laughs> you can do that and one of the most enjoyable ways to play the game is when you go to a new area to kind of do it on foot uh and then and then you kind of establish your routes and shit but there's like little mechanics in the game that they don't even tell you about like if people keep using the same paths and you scan and you see footprints, that's the paths that people are taking. If you take that path and like it, it just starts to develop an actual footpath 
where rocks and shit like that just disappear in that area. And you can actually ride your bike through it without building a road and shit like that. And that that's pretty great because the roads don't go every fucking where total, you know? So, I mean, there's a lot of fucking cool mechanics and that's, that's outside of the combat. All of that is besides the combat, which is really good. It feels like Metal Gear Solid five. The gunplay feels like Metal Gear Solid five. Uh, you, you know, when you encounter these BTs, which, uh, can be anytime, there's obviously like areas where they're designed to be, but there's actually a dynamic weather system in the game and they can show up in those areas and you can actually, you can, you know, stealth through those areas like the game kind of intends you to do in the beginning, or you can just fight the fucking BT boss that's in those areas and the whole area dissipates and goes to normal. So you don't even have to deal with that. And that's kind of how you, you farm shards later on. There's like these fucking shards that you have to get and uh, for crafting shit and you just, okay, you go up to one of these fucking things that's floating and let it capture and it'll drag you under the ground to where the boss is and you got to fight it. I died once in the whole game. Now, the mechanics of the game is you don't die. You can't die in the game except for if if it's like a scripted event and you die, the game kind of reverts you to a checkpoint. But normally if you die what happens is you trigger a void out. Now I've, I never triggered a void out. That's why when, when I play a P, the PC version, I plan on triggering some fucking void outs. <laughs> like I want to see so that how that affects the game. So when a void out happens, the whole area becomes a crater. And apparently you can make this happen in the game. Uh, if you die and it, I don't know what kind of negative effects it has on the game. Do you lose access to certain areas? I, I don't know. Uh, because it's it's one of the key story elements to the beginning of the game. A void out is triggered, and you lose access to that first area, and so they move the capital to somewhere else or some shit. But I got killed once, and it was at the very end of the game. You're fighting the final boss. Uh, it's technically the final boss, which is like this giant whale creature. Um, and you're fighting it, and there's this segment where it shoots off these golden guys that go to the ground and try to grab you. And, and hold you still and you got to like get them off of you well i didn't know that while that's happening the whale is underneath you coming up to chomp you you know what i mean like to fucking eat you uh so i didn't get out of the way <laughs> and it just it's, it's a one-shot situation but the game continues from there so it doesn't trigger a void out because it's a scripted moment um so i ne- i never died from a void out um Sneaking around is really easy. I don't know if there's difficulties in the game. I didn't. I didn't check that. Um, I don't remember probably if there's not. difficulties. They probably but, just uh, have you put a hat on that makes you look like a penis. It's really difficult to watch people either. fail at this game because the the sneaking is really easy. It's just all about patience. Um, you, you're basically being shown where enemies are. It's like imagine if you had Metal Gear Solid, but you always had this thing on your back pointing exactly to where enemies were. That's that's really. All there is to it. You got well, kind of. I mean, I had the dog. I used the dog the whole time. Yeah, that's true. Uh, very similar to that. I don't know uh, how you play that game without using the dog. Everything else is now the purpose of that is to attach you to your bridge, baby, for story elements and stuff like that. Kojima is, you know, I've told my wife this before. I played Final Fantasy VII very recently, and in Final Fantasy VII, there's a key moment where one of your characters dies um, permanently. 
for the whole fucking game. And it's like halfway through the game or some shit. Uh, and Square does, does this brilliant thing. I think it's fixed in the PC version, but I think the original version is still like this, where if you didn't unequip shit off of her, you'd lose it. Like, you'd lose the shit that was on her. So and no warning? They don't give you a warning about that? They, well, I mean, obviously, if you've never played the game, you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, they just disappear out of your party, and then the next thing you know is uh, the thing happens. So um, that's a that's a brilliant way, and Kojima does the same thing here, to attach you to a character uh, without... Because, you know, you have people that are sappy in video games. Like, oh, the poor dog. I, I love this dog. Oh, my God, a dog. Let me have the dog. Oh, I love Diamond Dog because Diamond Dog's so cute and fluffy. But then there's people that's like, I, I love, love Diamond, Diamond Dog because he lets me see enemies. He's... Right, exactly. I love Diamond Dog because he lets me see enemies. And that's that's the I think that's a brilliant game development system right there is to give value, not just emotionally, but logistically, I guess. But... Honestly, like I think a game that does that the best is Red Dead. Like I went into Red Dead... Like, not even, like, I don't like vehicles and games. I don't really care for animals and shit, but. But your horse. Man. My horse, man. I love my princess. I love your horse. <laughs> my big fucking ugly you ass horse. You don't to fucking die and go away because you, it's just, you, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because it's a workhorse. It does things for you. It's a, it's a relate. That's the, that's the best kind of relationship. Reciprocal relationship. Um. But I just, I don't know, like, they did a good job with, like, the subtle, like, I, I bought the biggest horse in the game. I know you know this, but podcast doesn't. I bought the yeah, biggest yeah. horse in the game. I get a choice between shitty brown or, like, gray. So I picked gray, so I got this, like, white horse who's huge. I made it female and gave her a braided tail, and I named her princess. And she's calm as fuck. She doesn't freak out around enemies or anything. She's not even, like, a good horse stat-wise. It's, like, one of the cheaper horses. I mean, don't, but, I don't um, even care about the stats too much because she's just as fast as my fucking horse. Yeah, speed doesn't mean a whole lot. But, like, so it actually does a good job of creating, like, the horse's character of being, like, this big, dumb, ugly, like, uh, Walder Frey's fucking daughter, right? Like, oh it's a God. princess, but... <laughs> what was her name? Wilda Frey or something? Uh, I don't know. He had a lot of them. Hated. <laughs> <laughs> then he hid the pretty one. Well, she wasn't really that pretty. I mean, uh, not in my opinion, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, Metal Gear Solid does. Uh, Metal Gear Solid does that with characters, and, and this game does it as well. I will say that I mean, it's a Kojima game. It's very anime in terms of like the kind of shit that's going on. There's a lot of like uh, he loves to put in, even when he does realistic. Shit. Like this is supposed to be based off the real world, but there's some paranormal shit going on. He just loves that. He loves that persona style paranormal kind of thing in the real world kind of stuff. That's his jam. It's the kind of anime he's into and shit. Whenever you if you follow him on Twitter, you'd know that's how it is. You know, so yeah, there's weird shit. Uh you know, the story is a little convoluted and um it doesn't take itself serious though, which I think is great about Kojima is it's not trying to take him. He doesn't take himself super fucking serious. You know, there's a lot of funny shit 
uh, that lets you know that he's just having a good time. Uh, like you can drink fucking Red Bulls. Uh, Are they actually Red Bulls licensed? They're actually Red Bulls. I think Norman Reedus has some kind of deal with Red Bull. Monster. Um, Sorry, Monster, not Red Bull. Yeah, My mistake. The other fucking... Red Bull gives you wings. Monster gives you cancer. (laughs) Gives you cancer. Which is another form of wings. Um, Wings away from the world. Okay, uh, so... But game, I mean the game. The game is it's a completionist game. It's one of those games where you don't think that you'd be super into it, but you pick it up and you're like, I could complete this easy, no problem, and have a good time yeah. doing it. Uh, because you have you constantly have goals. Um, the game takes place in the United States, and you go across the whole United States, and the world is, um, predictably small. You know. I'd say the well, map if it was too would, big, it would just, I think it would get boring, right? Like you just, yeah. The map is also about the size away. of, uh, it's segmented to be fair. The map is segmented. So there's like loading areas. You go into these like, uh, and how would I would just, how would I describe It's kind of like Witcher. God, I could tell you're where, playing Diablo because all I hear is, sorry, tick, 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 I'm trying to hold it. I'll try to hold the button. That's no, fine. It's quiet. Um, but uh, so the game's like The Witcher in terms of the map layout. You know, it's open world, but it's segmented open world areas like that. You'll you transport to an area, and it'll be this wide open area that's open world. And that's that. Now you have the game plays pretty interestingly because you have the BTS, but there's also humans. And the, I'm not going to get into the reasoning the humans want your packages. It's really stupid, but whatever. What's the it makes want my it work. Yeah, fine. So <laughs> there's these humans and they want your packages because they have a <laughs> mental illness. <laughs> they have a mental illness <clears throat> where they want to like everything was automated in the world uh and then people didn't like it. Like they wanted jobs. Believe it or not. And so people started going Why? out and just stealing packages. Well, it's, people, like, it's only people without jobs that want jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a common misconception that everyone wants to work. Everyone has this desire to work and have. But a in sense the game, they have a mental but illness. People just really want money. They want all the shiny things, yeah, and then once you the have money. all the shiny things, there's no fucking reason to work anymore. Right. So, they that's the reasoning for them wanting to pick up your your gear, and. You, they have these like, they're all static bases, uh, where these guys are at, and you can go in and get like they'll have one base will have a bunch of metals, or the other base will have a bunch of, uh, you know, ceramics or something. And you need these things for, uh, you need these things for crafting and shit like. Or if you want to build roads, you need a lot of metal and a lot of ceramics. They're the best place to get them. Because what'll happen is you'll uh you end up going in and uh you'll end up going in and they'll they'll be like a uh a a couple vehicles in there and then there'll be uh like a, a it's like a mailbox thing and there's like three of them and shit. But uh 
you just fight these guys differently than you fight BTs in this really, you're not supposed to kill them. I've never tried to kill them, so I don't know what happens if you kill them, but the game tells you constantly, don't kill people. <laughs> so, I don't know how that goes, but you use, like, uh, you know, he's got that classic Metal Gear Solid thing where you're not supposed to, um, supposed to use, like, uh, not less than lethal stuff, like rubber bullet guns and shit like that. Sure. When you see an enemy, do they go, <laughs> and have an exclamation point above their head? No, they don't do that. So yeah, when's that coming out on PC? Was it a year or six There's months? There's no ago? date on it. There's no date yet. Yeah, it just says December thirty first, twenty twenty. Right. So, that's when I'll be playing it, I guess. Well, I guess I can talk about Control now a little bit. Ahead. We can circle back around to other stuff. I mean, I don't really have a schedule. So anyway, Control, I went into this game not knowing really anything about it other than it got Game of the Year. And we hadn't played it, so we were like, really? Game of the Year? This fucking game? Because, I mean, it looked like an RTX tech demo. Right? Like, when you saw the game and they were talking about, like, all the fucking ray tracing and shit, it just kind of looked like one of them tech demo games. Well, <clears throat> first of all, it's made by Remedy, which I did not know. And I really like Remedy games. They made uh, Max Payne. I mean, I've been playing Max Payne. Well, not been playing, but I played Max Payne back in the day. Really liked it. And the second one. Didn't really like the third one. Really liked Alan Wake. And, you know, Remedy always has, like, this weird kind of supernatural thing, and they just kind of went uh, Alan Wake levels of weird shit in this game, but the action is way better. So the gameplay, well, I guess I should start with the story. The story is basically, you're Jesse, and you just walk into this fucking building. It looks like an FBI building. It's the FBC, the Federal Bureau of Control. And it turns out you're the fucking director. The game starts out with the old director shooting himself in the head and you picking up the gun, and the gun... It's the only weapon you get in the whole game, but it, it changes form. So you got like a pistol form, a shotgun form, a sniper form, grenade launcher form, and you can upgrade all that shit. Um, but then as you progress through the story, you start getting these new powers. So you could throw shit like Darth Vader, and then eventually you can like fly around. You can jump really high. You can, uh, what's the other shit? Oh, you can like take control of people, kind of like Shadow of Mordor. And have them fight for you. And so basically, this whole building has like all these weird artifacts that, like, their whole thing is they collect all these supernatural artifacts and stuff. And it's all being taken over by this entity called the Hiss. It's basically turning people into smart zombies. Yes. And uh, some people survive because one of the doctors saw it coming and gave them this device that you strap to your chest that repels the hiss. So there are other people in the game. And uh, <clear throat> it's kind of like a Metroidvania-y, Dark Souls-y kind of thing where you gotta 
unlock different parts of the building and there's uh like these checkpoints where you upgrade shit and you can fast travel between them and you got to backtrack to certain areas when you get certain abilities that let you open up that shit or when you get a certain clearance level so you can open up doors so there's a lot of like nooks and crannies and secrets and all that stuff and so it starts out kind of normal and then it as you get more powers it just becomes more and more crazy but just the the gameplay itself it's uh it's like smooth enough to where it's like very deliberate it's kind of hard to describe like it's not like devil may cry where everything is like really smooth and you gotta learn all these button combos and synergies like there's none of that like you want to dodge you dodge if you want to run you run if you want to fly you fly it doesn't really all have to flow together so when you're actually playing it it all feels very deliberate i need to fly now so i'm gonna fly it's not like you gotta memorize all these fucking timings and shit <clears throat> so yeah the story is really interesting turns out that the alan wake universe is part of this universe too because i don't know if you played alan wake but basically he's a writer and whatever he writes in his story ends up happening that's where all the creepy shit comes from well it turns out that his typewriter is one of these weird artifacts and it's in this building you can find it and their third expansion that's coming out is called the awe expansion awe is supposed to stand for something in the game but people are thinking it's going to connect to alan wake as aw the shitty part is there's a ps4 exclusive thing on it so when this dlc drops you'll be able to finally buy the season pass for pc and then the actual dlc comes out later so thanks not to mention the game looks really good it would probably look good even without all the rtx shit on but they do some really good shit with lighting in this Visibly game Visibly to me it seems like it has like a remnant of vibe to it it's a little bit different than remnant i mean remnants using the unreal engine so it has that kind of fortnite -y look to it there's nothing like that in, in this game it's all pretty uh realistic looking vex nonsense forever forever vex the what the forever vex i don't know it looks like vex shit the architecture in the game just fucking well there's different wings there's different wings to that giant building and it like underneath the building there's it turns out that there's uh the, the building was built on this supernatural thing called the oldest house which they don't really explain very well it's supposed to be kind of mysterious and everything they'll probably probably explore all that in a dlc or something but uh they added this kind of like time attack mode it kind of turns into a little mini looter shooter at the end trying to get the best mods and stuff but it's not really anything to do with it. You know, it's like you can continue to optimize your, your builds and all that, but I mean, I don't really see the point. I didn't want to get burnt out on it, so I stopped before I got burnt out, so I'd, I'd want to play the, the DLC. But even yeah. if you just want to, like, hop into this building and try to find secrets and fly around, it's just a lot of fun. It's not really flying, it's it's levitating. It doesn't really give you any speed bonus, but you can just get the higher elevations but the story is really good and interesting there's all kinds of files and audio files and shit that builds out the world and like resident evil style just there i mean there's a fuck ton there's a fuck ton of collectibles i didn't even read a lot of them because i just i don't really like reading on stream 
because yeah, it, it seems kind of boring to me, so I don't want to bore my two viewers, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I would recommend you get it. I mean, it was forty bucks on sale, and I got that ten dollar Epic coupon, so I paid thirty bucks for it. But I would, if I had known before what I know now after playing it, I would have definitely paid full price for this game. All right. Probably one of the best single player experiences I've played in a long time. And it's not without its problems. I got one well, you crash. You like Prototype, right? Like, that was, like, one of your favorite games. It's it's not quite as, like, OP destructive as Prototype is. The environment okay. destruction is really good, though. You can throw pretty much everything. There's all this, like, ambient debris that comes out. Like, you don't even need to, like, if you want to throw something, you don't even need to, like, look at something that you want to throw. Like, because there's certain enemies that you end up break their shield by throwing shit at them. <clears throat> so, it, like, if you just aim at him and hit the throw button, she'll just, like, rip shit out of the ground. She'll, like, tear the ground up and throw a piece of the ground at him. I mean, it's mm. little shit like that that really kind of gives you this, like, I'm a Jedi kind of feel. Like, there's some of these walls that you can break through, but you need to throw multiple things at it. But, I mean, you can aim at the wall and, like, rip pieces out of the wall and then throw the pieces back at the wall. And just, like, tear walls apart. And it's got, like, some jump scare moments. It's The whole thing is kind of like that Alan Wake creepy. There's, uh, there's like, a few different costumes, if you care, but there's only one that's really worth it, and it's the one that makes you look like a Jedi. It's actually got some pretty interesting characters in it, and they're, the one probably most striking part of the game is you get down to the foundation at one part, and you look at your map, and you look at your map a lot, because like I said, it's like a Metroidvania kind of thing, but you, you, you're trying to find one of the characters. Because he's like, I'm going to give you one last job, one last side quest, and then I'm going to peace out and go on vacation. And he's definitely some kind of like supernatural being. You don't, It doesn't really explain it that well. So you you got to get his help, and he's already gone on, quote, vacation. So you got to find him. So you go through all this shit, you go down this really long, like, cable car, and uh, you're just going into fog. And when you get towards the end, it's like just this platform in the middle of this endless room with these giant pillars. And the, there's like this light source in the distance. And it's just got this weird, like, brutalist architecture design. Like, and it's there's nothing to do down there. But I ran around down there for like at least 30 minutes just trying to look for shit that I knew wasn't there. And when you look at the map, it just says unmapped area. It just seems really creepy. It seems like the kind of place where all of a sudden, like a, a giant fucking Cthulhu monster should just appear. Cthulhu monster. <laughs> I'm down with that. <clears throat> that kind of shit freaks me out. Yeah, you know, it's just one of those rooms that gives you this really weird feeling. So, I mean, there's some. You kind of learn through the files that there was this some kind of supernatural structure called the oldest house and then they built this fucking thing on top of it for the FBC. I mean, it's kind of like fringe, you know, like if you ever watch the show fringe. Nope. Okay. Well, <laughs> X files. Conversational. It's like weird <laughs> shit. Plus government organization. The government came and took my baby. That kind of government? Yeah. 
exactly. So I hope that made sense. I've kind of been half thinking about what I'm saying and half playing Call of Duty. <clears throat> it's re really interesting, though. Definitely surprised. Definitely worthy of Game of the Year. I mean, arguably. Game of the Year. Not my Game of the Year, but you know. We should yeah, it definitely won't be yours, but you'll like it. I mean, it's got enough combat to keep me happy, but it's not as, like, try-hardy. Because, I mean, I know you like Devil May Cry, but you're not going to go in and, like, play on, like, the hardest fucking difficulty and learn all the combos. And, and like, you don't need to in this game. Like, I hardly ever died. I mean, there were a few times when I did, but there's it's like Dark Souls. You, As you do things, you do missions and kill enemies, you get this resource. And then you use that resource to level shit up. And you lose 10% of it when you die. That's it. Mm. It's really easy to earn back. What's your game of the year, Monty? Uh, oh, well, that's not my game of the year. Anyway, my game of the year Resident Evil 2. <laughs> yeah, we, we know. <clears throat> What's your game of the year, Monty? Seriously. Red Dead, maybe? I don't know. Red Dead? Does that count? I mean, came out on PC this year, so counts for me. That's not... You can't do that. No? Did I say, like, a final That didn't come out in 2018, did it? I think... I mean, there really haven't been many games we've been playing recently, right? Besides Red Dead, that's the one we keep coming back. I don't know what the fuck you've been playing. Driving games, but you know, I can't really play those with you guys. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna fucking invest in a wheel. Oh, I mean, trust me, I, I, if I were gonna invest in something crazy like that, it would definitely be a good hotas for elite. I might sell my hotas. Well, look, I mean, I still got to get VR, so I'm not going to upgrade that. I mean, I got to get VR. I got to upgrade my CPU and my motherboard. I got other things that take priority before I get a $300 hotas. I mean, I honestly wish there was some kind of option in between the one That's I have necessary. for $50 and the fucking $300 one. That's pretty good. I mean, I'm fine with it. I don't need it to be made of metal and all that. Like, what I got works for the amount that I play Elite. It's just that in Elite, I got nothing left to do. I Like, I don't want to grind out the money. It's just so fucking boring. I've already did the exploration I, thing. so much to yeah. do in Elite. I haven't even touched engineering or anything. I know, and I apparently they made the engineering better. Like, you don't have to fucking jump all over the fucking place but if you actually take the time to do engineering and get your your jump range up to like a couple hundred light years now mm. so thank god for that but i mean right now I, I traded in all my ships and shit and just got a cargo ship the best cargo ship because i was like trying to do all this other stuff like mining and it just wasn't paying out 
Right, so I'm like, well, if I'm going to do something that doesn't pay out very much money, but it's consistent, then I'm just going to fucking do the thing that's safest. Because I'm pretty good at getting out of interdictions. But this motherfucker can, uh, it can carry a lot of cargo. It's just stacked with the biggest fucking cargo base. It's just, it feels really like driving a bus. Play Elite again. Yeah, I really enjoyed Elite. The only reason I keep stopping whenever I start playing again is because I have nobody to play with. I think we're gonna I think I'm gonna jump into it this week. This coming week. Uh, I can't be waiting on this guy to get fucking VR. I mean Star I told Citizen you not to be out by then. I mean, yeah, I, we could do Star Citizen too. The only reason I won't play that is because I have no one to play with it. Well, that game's still got crash issues from what I've seen. I just don't want to. I'm playing it. I might do Elite and then at some point after Elite jump into Star Citizen because I kind of want to go ahead and start figuring out the game. I don't, I tell you what, I don't want to do. I don't want to get to the point where Star Citizen releases and I go into it fresh at release day and I That's don't know what, what the fuck is going on. I don't want that at all because there's going to be people. Star Citizen is going to be the kind of game where you're going to be forced to play with other people. There's not going to be single player servers or just my friend servers. It's going to be an MMO and games like that. I'll tell you right now, just well, like when they release, they're not going to let people keep all their shit from oh, yes, unless they, they bought it. Oh yes, they are. They have to. They've been, this game has been in fucking beta for so long. Not even beta; it's still alpha. And people have been there putting in time and effort despite all this bullshit. They would fucking lose every single. Like, can you can you imagine that? <laughs> like, you're playing. Well, that's what that you get for playing early access. Game. It's helping them fucking fix the game and make the game playable. What do you mean? That's what you yeah. get. That's what you get. You help them make uh, the game better, but you get a game that's not complete. No, fuck that. That's stupid. <laughs> there's no way they're going to... I'm telling you right now. No, your reward is you get to play the game a decade early. I'm telling you, they are not... This is a game where you can buy ships with real money. They are not going to take shit away from people at launch. It's not going to happen. People are already going to... And it's not, it's not even about... What they can take away isn't even about physical shit. This isn't... A, a character that you level. The only thing that you can do in Star Citizen is like Eve Online. It's all money based. You buy new ships. Well, I'm but already behind, just, so people could just buy ships with real money. So that doesn't matter. What matters is game knowledge, where the best shit is, where you want to get to quickly, that kind of shit. This is the kind of game where if you don't have that knowledge, you're gonna be fucked because you're gonna have to like have somebody let you fucking get into something. Okay. If well, what if I don't want to do that? What if I just want to play the game? As that's fine. Then you can join intended. up on, on day one, but I'm I'm telling you that's what I, I want. I don't, this isn't I a game I want to take fucking hardcore and turn it into World of Warcraft and play nothing but Star Citizen. Like I just want to dip into it and fly around. That's cool. Whatever. I'm just telling you. I'm gonna play. It I don't want to get. But if this game is gonna turn <laughs> into me getting fucking fucked in the ass by people who've been playing the game for a decade because I didn't spend twenty thousand dollars on the best fucking shit. That's every fucking. But I'm just not gonna fucking play the game. Like fuck them. I mean, I don't even own the game, and fuck them. <laughs> for what? Char for charging all this fucking money, like retarded amounts of money, for a yeah, game that's, that's not even that's done. That's the one thing that kind of gets me. They've already made 
millions and millions of dollars just from the Kickstarter. And they're charging $800 for a fucking ship. Are you yeah, fucking that needs to kidding go away. me? Isn't there, a 20, isn't there a $20,000 package? Of like Probably. I mean, most ships, there isn't a ship under $50. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, real money. Yeah. I looked. And then I determined that I'm not going to spend money on a fucking game that may never get completed. Like PUBG. But worse. <laughs> never played PUBG. You're not missing anything. You're not missing anything. It's like if Battlefield well, sucked. I don't know. And it was only the a gameplay, BR mode. The gameplay is fun. It's just... PUBG's problem is it tries I mean, to it's go... It's not really that fun. It, it is. The, the, the gun It's a lot of running fun. through fields. Right, not I'm not talking people. about that though. That's, that's not a problem gameplay, with the though. gameplay. Yes, it is. No, that's not a. No, it's not. That's a problem with the maps. That's a map problem. The maps are too fucking big. That's a no, developer but, problem. Okay, but that ties into the gameplay because most of the gameplay is just running around. Sure, if you want to consider consider a, a video game's overall process as gameplay, I'm talking about like how the game feels when you play it. It feels like shit. Of, that's not true. It feels terrible. <laughs> what are you talking about? What do you mean? It, dude, like, it's what so unresponsible. The aiming, the shooting, the fucking no, recoil, the, the net code, the fine. hit detection, everything. No, it doesn't. It's fucking the mushy aiming, as shit. The net code is a problem, yeah, but the aiming, aiming and shooting is fine. The problem with It feels the game, like you're holding every gun with one hand. That's what it feels like. The problem with the game is that it takes... It's trying to be faster than it actually is. If they would slow that fucking game down and stop trying to do shit like vaulting and allowing people to move quickly while shooting. When you shoot, you shouldn't be able to keep fucking strafing quickly. And you shouldn't like be able that. to aim in first person if you're in third person mode also. That whole like hold to fucking aim but then tap right. the button to go first person is fucking stupid. I agree. I know you yeah, like that whole true. tap the right trigger to fucking ADS and tap it again to get out. But I fucking hate that and there's no option to change it. Well, that's totally what I'm talking about. <laughs> Problem with that game is it tries to be too fast. It tries to be something it's not. When they built that game, they built it slow. It was designed to emulate Arma. They built it to emulate Arma because they wanted it to be just like the mod, but a standalone version. And then they tried to make it arcadey, like like it's fucking Fortnite or something. It, it, it doesn't work. The arcade like H1Z1 style does not work in that game. So it feels fucking clunky. You'll go to shoot people with guns that are anybody that's played Arma understands that the reason why that game works is because you can't move at breakneck fucking speeds in that game. And you can't aim down sights and fucking move around while you're shooting. The game is meant to be a military simulator where you post up on a corner and you have like eight different fucking heights that you can stand at and peek out of the fucking corner and shoot at people and shit and well, if that's you move around too, is like... you have it sways your fucking aim but in this game they tried to make it just like arma but there's no swaying and shit and so you have people that naturally fucking do the wiggling bullshit that people do in video games because we're not in the vr world yet and they they it works for them and it just feels like shit because you go to shoot somebody and we've watched it before we've watched people play that fucking game 
Like we played that game and then we'd watch people play that game and we watched these people fucking full auto a weapon at a car and kill people. And they'd like learn the recoil pattern to pull against it perfectly or some shit. And, and it was fucking lame. Yeah. And that that's the problem with that game is that you they allow people to move so quickly in that game when that game has no place having people move that quick. I mean, Destiny is supposed to be really fast-paced, and there's still, like, a delay between when you're moving left and right. Like, that game does yeah. not feel... And that that's the type of game that you should be able to stop and strafe back and forth and on a dime. the reason for that is because game developers became so fucking uppity about what other players see when you're playing the game. Like, it's so important that when another player looks at you, they see you going from zero to a hundred with a fucking smooth animation... So for you, it feels like you're just being fucking stuck in goo or something as you start trying to move. Back in the day, you played Quake. Nobody gave a fuck about that. You go from zero to 100 with the tap of the button. It looked corny, but nobody fucking cared because people play video games for gameplay. I'm not watching a fucking movie, okay? Immerse me in single player or co-op content. I don't give a fuck about immersion in PvP. If I'm PvPing, I don't give a fuck about immersion oh man battlefield is so great all the immersion i don't give a fuck about the explosions or the sound in battlefield the only thing i care about is can i hear where the enemy's coming from reliably when it comes to sound and and is the explosion near me can i tell that the explosion is going to hit me or not that's all i fucking care about hell you could put a fucking sphere a red sphere that fucking pops into existence when the grenade goes off I'd love that way more than fucking smoke particles that I can't tell if they're close enough to me to do damage because there's no health bar in this fucking video game. So I got to just fucking guess how much blood's on my screen is mine versus the bodies laying on the ground because immersion. That's all I got to say about that. Um, PUBG is... They try to make it feel realistic and I'm pretty sure that's not how guns feel to shoot. And this, I mean, like, I they've think, actually done tests on I the netcode. It's not that the it's, it's not that the netcode net is bad. I mean, it is bad, but it's not that like, oh, the tick rate's really low. The tick rate actually changes all the fucking time, so it's not like you can even get used to it. But that game for me is mostly like drop, search a million fucking places for loot and find almost nothing hang around for half an hour trying to find people get shot in the head from a sniper across the map. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just, it's mostly a waste of time. I could play that game for three hours and get three kills and it's fucking stupid. I would much rather play. Well, that's the problem with the maps, man. Like <laughs> I think that gunplay works. It's very battlefield esque because it's not all super arcadey, but the problem is, the gunplay does not match up at all with the physics of the game and how people move around. It's And, you know, that's a problem with the game developer not understanding how to fucking make a game. They don't get it. Uh, Arma 2 and Arma 3 work with slow gunplay because the movement in the game is also slow. The characters are slow. So, I, I mean, I don't know. That's just that's my opinion, but... I mean, are you saying it's too slow or too fast? Because that game feels super fucking slow and mushy to me. 
everything you do, even the moving around. The movement doesn't work because they're trying to be fast, but it's built to be slow. So they're trying to give you like, oh, you can you can ASD and wiggle around. You can strafe and shoot, but you move awkwardly. So when you try to aim and shoot at people that do that, it just doesn't work very well. And they try to put in like vaulting, like running and vaulting and shit like that. And it doesn't work half the time and it feels like shit. So yeah, you're most of the time you play that game, you're fighting with the game's movement and mechanics just to get it to work in a proper fashion where as if, if they would just slow the game down and relax and, you know, tone it down a little bit and accept that that's where they're supposed to be at, then you wouldn't have to fight for shit because you'd already be in the area of like, okay, this game, I'm supposed to move slow. But as it stands, you're like, oh shit, I got to run into this house and jump through a window. And it never fucking works like that. That was, that was why blackout worked so well is because it was, built to be and i hope modern warfare puts out a fucking uh br mode because i thought i think blackout was the best br game that they made blackout felt great there's a lot of cool like, except for the gadgets armor. the armor ruined weapons it. except for that the armor ruined it you take the armor out that's the best fucking br game you can get i mean yeah there were some problems with hit registration and like sniper bullets and shit but a lot of it had to do with armor I mean, a lot of the problems of that game boiled down to armor, but it felt good. It, uh, there were enough people in the map where you didn't really feel like you were roaming around the map. If you wanted to find somebody, you could. You know, if you wanted to avoid people, you could do that too. But it it felt really fucking good. It felt quick and fast paced. If you want to jump through a window, you're jumping through the fucking window. No fucking problem. Uh, the problem with a game like uh, PUBG is. It's meant to be like Arma. That's why there's these big sprawling fields with nothing in them that you're supposed to, you know, you're in a tree. You're supposed to be in a tree line up in the hills and be like, do we, you know, the circles coming in, do we, you know, skirt around this tree line where we have readily available cover and get to point B by taking the, you know, the half moon fucking uh, route or do we sprint through this fucking field? and take the chances of getting shot at by snipers. That's how the game's supposed to play. But it doesn't play that way. <laughs> because when you... The, the sniping is so fucking bad in the game that you gotta... It's like rolling dice whenever you fucking shoot at people to make shots connect. And how many times have you shoot someone in the head with that paladin and the, they just don't fucking die? They don't fucking die. Because I mean, the hit that's, a 50, that's a 50 caliber fucking sniper rifle. You should be able to hit him in the leg and like they shouldn't even be able to get revived. Off. Listen, the only, way, the only place where I care about immersion is where I shoot people and how it makes them react. I'm so sick of shooting people in the body. Like, okay, how are we building this game? Uh counter-strike came out 20 years ago right let's do it like that you shoot them in the head they die you shoot them anywhere in the body same amount of damage 100 health same amount of damage where'd you shoot them in the heart how much damage is that 10 damage where'd you shoot them in the elbow how much damage is that 10 damage shot them in the toe 10 damage it's fucking stupid are we i and fuck these game developers because i know for a fact we're already at the point where they can fucking put organs inside of bodies. They can put hit boxes inside of a fucking body and register that a bullet pierced through something and fucking hit it. 
I know they can do that because Sniper Elite does that shit with their X-ray. Final Field 5 did it, where you can shoot through an arm and hit him in the head or chest or whatever. Yeah. Every game should fucking do that because I'm fucking tired in the of try of getting like minimized damage because I'm technically shooting them in the gun or some shit when I'm aiming at their chest. I don't want all organs in the body and I don't expect you to map out the organs. I'm not asking you to build a nice looking heart inside a chest cavity. I want a hitbox where the heart should be and I want a hitbox where the lungs should be. And when I shoot somebody in the heart, they fucking die. Okay? When I shoot somebody in the fucking lungs, they die slowly. Or, or, and you can listen, I'm totally cool with like, oh, they don't die right, they're not going to die. Okay, uh, I shoot them in the heart, they're bleeding and they have to deal with that. Or maybe if there's no bandaging mechanic, they're just going to bleed out, but they have some time to do something or whatever. I'm not asking for complete realism. You shoot them in the lungs, maybe they don't have to die. Maybe it affects their stamina or their ability to to sprint. Shoot them in the legs, they can't fucking move this. Shoot them in the arm, their fucking aim is off now. And yeah. I get that that would be frustrating. I got shot in the arm and now my aim is fucked up. Yes, that would be frustrating. But I don't think you could be upset at that. Like, I should have my fucking aim fucked up if somebody shot me in the arm. Why not? Why shouldn't that be the thing? It's way better than getting shot in the fucking toe and your whole character lurching back and having a fuck. Like, can we get rid of this nonsense? It's been 20 fucking years and we're sitting here with like outdated concepts of. When you get shot as a sniper, your view goes all over the place. Yeah, where the fuck did I get shot? Huh? Why is that only sniper rifles that do that? It's a balanced mechanic. Is it only with snipers? I think it just feels worse with snipers because you're zoomed in more. Probably. I want to shoot people in the head and they die immediately. I want to shoot people in in the heart and they die. I want to shoot people in the leg and they fucking limp and I want to shoot people in the arm and they drop their gun or they fucking uh, can't aim steadily anymore or whatever. Something. Give me something. Yeah, well, that solves the problem of like people running into gunfire and just sprinting directly at you while they're getting shot in the chest three times and winning the gunfight. And and they're able to do that. But it's because people bitch. It's because people are like, I hate that this game is all about who shot first. It's like, what else would it be about? Why would it not be about who shoots first? That's kind of the point, you know? I mean, I get it. If you're going for like fucking Apex Legends, like, okay, you're not, you're not going for realism. But it it encourages this fucking gameplay of like, oh, I see someone shooting. I can see the tracers on their bullets. I'm going to sprint. And jump around the fucking corner, and I'm going to win that fight somehow. Same thing with Destiny. How many times has a Titan just sprinted right at you, and you shoot him in the head twice with a hand cannon, and they just punch you to death? That's fucking stupid. It encourages these strategies where you're like, all right, I've got this angle covered, because anyone who pops out, I'm just going to shoot him, because they're going to be sprinting, and I'm already ADS. But it doesn't really ever work because those people just fucking eat a few bullets and then run away or they eat a few bullets and then shoot you in the head or whatever. There needs to be a game that takes this shit into account. Like, why are we not there yet? How are we not there yet? Those fucking game developers gave up on AI and shit like that in favor of graphic. Fucking millennial idiots. Graphic. Oh, man, you see a graphic show? Like, every fucking video game trailer is 
look how like did you see the fucking guy that made PUBG player unknown? He he announced a fucking video game at the game awards and then he went on Twitter and showed the same thing off. He's like, This is in the game. And it's just like a forest and it's raining for like five seconds. That's it. Like who fucking cares? Show me what your game is. Shut the fuck up with this. Look how pretty this looks. Hey guys. Fucking Microsoft did the same thing. Look at our new Xbox. And it's just some woman fucking fully fucking rendered motion cat fucking singing some shit. I fucking what? Who fucking cares? It's video games, not movies. Yeah, I mean, the the only time graphics matter is if they're debuting a new engine. Because that's the only thing that does it. If you're showing off your graphics on the fucking Unreal Engine where everyone else has made a game on it. It makes no sense. I mean, I appreciate graphics. Like, I know that graphics don't make a game. There's plenty of games with good graphics that sucks, and plenty of good games that right, don't have great graphics. But that should be a secondary to the gameplay. But like, I'm interested in the graphics because, like, that's originally what I wanted to do for a living was make games and do modeling. So, like, it's interesting to me to see how ray tracing works. And like, you know, when people yeah, are like, "Oh, who fuck. gives a fuck if the game is shit and doesn't play well." Yeah, I know, but the, when you see it in action, PUBG when it's done correctly, it like, like in Control, like there are some parts of that game where it just wouldn't work without the ray tracing. Well, yeah, sure, but that's not and what I'm looks talking really about. Good. That should be a secondary is what the point is. Like th- That should come second to the fucking gameplay. They really need better AI. I mean, we went back and played Jedi Outcast a little bit, and even that AI is on par or better than a lot of games. That, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like, they'll make call-outs to tell tell their teammates to surround you or push in or retreat or, you know, whatever. And we're talking, like, 15, 20 years ago, this fucking game? What happened? I mean, everyone's worried about fucking AI taking over the world. It's like, well, let's fuck that. take the first step. Let's get it. Yeah, if it's as smart as these stormtroopers. <laughs> We're not even at that point yet. That's another thing I hate. People who snipe by rushing people. It's like, check it out. I've got I've got this fucking sniper rifle decked out for ADS speed. No. That should not be a fucking thing that in this game. That should not be a thing. Yeah, absolutely. So stupid. And I, I, also, the solution to hip firing, instead of being like, uh, well, your bullets come out at a 90 degree angle now because you're not ADSing. It's just, what? the gun is just as accurate whether you're ADSing or not. Right. Only when you're hip firing, you don't get hit markers or you don't get uh, crosshairs. Why is that so fucking hard? It's so fucking hard. Especially in games like... Monty and I were talking about this. You're not fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger actually shooting from the hip when they say hip firing. It's still shouldered. Unless you're sprinting, it's still still shouldered. You still have the weapon at the ready. You're just not looking down the sights. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a natural fucking way to shoot at shit, by the way. Play VR. You're quite accurate. You're yeah, quite accurate with. I mean, if you think ADS about it, yeah. Well, I mean, if it's like I'm watching shows, sensation. and like you know, when you watch a show and you're like, that seems pretty realistic. And I look it up, and it turns out like, yeah, they have an advisor that shows them how realistic it is and the right way to do things, so the show doesn't come off as completely ridiculous. Well, I noticed that there's 
there's the show and they're when they like you know go in and take down someone in in a building they're using assault rifles with like acog scopes and mm. you would think like why would you use an acog scope in close range well if you think about hip firing but the gun's actually shouldered like you should still be able to aim like even if you ads at close range you're not going to be looking like down the acog scope i mean you can kind of imagine how you would like use the top of the scope and kind of look over and just kind of use it as a gauge as to like where you're kind of aiming but this whole sense of like your bullets go completely off fucking target because you're not looking directly down the site is fucking stupid yeah i mean like i said play vr and it's just it's such a natural thing to just kind of point in a general direction and for it to work like Unless you're aiming at somebody that's like a hundred yards away or some shit. Well, this is also kind of the crux of, of my, you know, I kind of hate the gaming community argument is like, if they did that, right, and took away your crosshairs when you're ADSing, people would just start putting, like, drawing crosshairs on their screen, right? That's right. But I, honestly, I don't fucking care. Okay. I would rather have the guns behave realistically and deal with those shitheads cheesing the system. But that's that's what gaming is now. It's just how am I going to fucking cheese the system to my advantage? And the game developers yep. are forced to build around that. So you you can't you got to blame the fucking gaming community just, just as much as you do the developers. Your best bet is just to try to make the game fun and interesting and not worry about fucking balance so fucking much. Like okay, this gun's too strong. Okay, make the other gun strong. You can't go in the negative because people will always find ways to fuck with it, like you said. As soon as you start doing shit like, we're going to keep toning down all the weapons, then you end up with Destiny. Everybody's using fucking grenade launchers. Or, yeah, or you end up with Modern Warfare, where, I mean, it's not like everyone uses submachine guns, but I mean, they're clearly the best all-around weapon. When assault rifles should be the best all-around weapon. Like... They don't need to add negative values to these attachments. I don't know why they fucking do that. Oh, it's you put tape on your grip? Well, that's going to lower your ADS speed. Like, what? Why? Like, I get if you're adding, like, more bullets or, like, a giant barrel. Like, I guess that's that would lower your ADS speed a little bit. Like, but... Oh, we're worried about people. Uh, it's just going to die too fast. It's not going to be fun. Just You're supposed to be simulating combat. It's very simple, okay? Bullets kill people. Not, hey, I got 100 health and some bullets do yeah. 5 damage. Guns don't do kill 15. people. Bullets do. <laughs> Just think about how many shots a human could take before they're out of commission. I'm not One, saying dead. Maybe two. Out of commission. A couple shots. A couple shots and you're probably not going to be standing there still shooting. I mean, Let yes, alone sprinting to people, cover. Some people get adrenaline boosts and shit like that and don't realize they've been shot depending on where they've been shot. So, you know, location absolutely matters, but just having an overall health bar for people and like, no matter where you get shot on the body, does this amount of damage all the time? It just leads to stupid shit where it that, Oh man, a fucking entire magazine to fucking kill somebody. Isn't that fun? You know, it's not, it's, it's not fun because that's not how it works. Now in real war, what they do is they, they have the concept of, at least in America, our military has a concept of more more firepower than the enemy. That's the idea. You put it, you put more guns on one side, shooting bullets downrange than the other side. You're likely to succeed. 
uh, you're like to out succeed the enemy. Like I know that was a thing they did a lot in Iraq and shit like that. Like have these guys post up on a spot and just keep shooting down range, try to catch people and shit like that. Call in mortar fire, whatever, you know. Don't put you, your guys' lives on the line if you don't have to. Oh, there's a sniper in a tower? Bring a fucking tank in and put a shell through the window. You don't, you don't need to do this shit where you all storm inside the building like it's modern warfare single player and try to take the guy out and roll around on a fucking rooftop. Like, it, just, it doesn't happen that way. You're not going to, like, everybody thinks like, ah, the government thinks grunts are expendable. It, it, they're just frontline guys. It's not that they think they're expendable. That's their job. That's their job is being on the front, but they don't want to just throw them away. Not like there's an endless supply of men to fight in combat. So like, you know, you're not going to sit here and run through alleyways and shit and flank the enemy. Like you're doing a fucking video game. You're going to try to put bullets down. Cause if you can hit somebody, if you can pop somebody, they're out of the fight. Yeah, they might have some adrenaline in them for a few minutes and be able to, you know, still pull something off to some degree. But it, they're they're done pretty much. They're not going to fucking... They got to go to a hospital and get a bullet taken out of them. <laughs> like, in the, at the least. So, you know... It's just fucking incredible that you can put 15 shots in a guy and he just runs around full speed like nothing happened in video games. This shit is stupid. Fucking annoying. That's part of the reason why I hate that fucking jittery bullshit when you get shot with a sniper rifle and shit. I should just be dead. Don't fucking sit here and give me hope because what happens is I shoot with a sniper rifle and I get shot by somebody 15 times and my fucking view goes all over the place and I can't fucking... I can't aim worth a shit with that shit. And it's not like, hey, there's a little bit of jitter. I'm talking about my fucking shit is all over the place. Like it's physically, humanly impossible to make the shots connect. And then I'm like, okay, fine. And I see a sniper and I'm like, yeah, fuck him. And I start putting bullets on him and I'm tagging him and I'm tagging him. And he snipes me like yeah. like his views not even being fucking touched. So it just sets me up for this fucking idealism of failure. Like it's going to happen a certain way, but it doesn't. Let's get rid of it. Just make it fucking real. I just want fucking... When I play a fucking combat game, I want it real. Listen, if I want a fucking arcade game, I'll play something like Overwatch where it's cartoony or something like that. Or fucking Apex Legends where they're like, guess what? There's jetpacks and shit and abilities. Yeah, I'm not going to go in that and expect combat. When I I pay fucking armor... Like, when I play a game like uh, Battlefield or uh, fucking Modern Warfare, what the fuck do you mean it's an arcade game? Get the fuck out of here. You're supposed to be doing shit that's different. Well, they're trying to. They did with this one, and then people fucking complain because the community fucking sucks. This game was way better when it came out. Yeah, I said it. The shotgun that actually worked at a decent range. The If you sprint around, people are just going to fucking crouch down and wait for you because you're an idiot sprinting out in the open. Yeah, they should just had a walk button. That's what they should have added. Should have well, had a walk you, button. You can walk on a console. I think they added a walk button to PC. Good. That's all you need is when you walk, you make no fucking noise. It's as simple as that. It's a it's a risk reward. You're now an easier target to hit from somebody aiming at you from a distance, and you don't make noise. So what's the I think what problem? they should have did is left the old sprinting volume, 
Like, sprinting should be really loud. There's no way to sprint and be quiet. Sorry. There's just no way to do it. You can hear that from a ways off. But then just a regular... It's not walking, but it's not sprinting either, you know? Just the moving around speed should have been quieter than how it started. But they brought everything way down. It's a lot harder to hear. Really, I blame the gaming community for most of the problems with gaming. Yeah. They don't know what they want. It's WoW Classic shit, man. You think you do, but you don't. Where is WoW Classic now? Let's look it up. Where's it at on Twitch? Let's go to Twitch. Let's ask the There was something. Now. Hold on a second, Monty. I saved a thing on, I think it was Facebook. I saved it. What's the metric, right? Twitch? What do we got? Just chattings at the top with 200K. Escape from Tarkov. Fortnite 2. Chapter 2. Whatever. League of Legends. Grand Theft Auto 5. FIFA 20. Uh, Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Minecraft. Dota 2. Hearthstone. World of Warcraft. Oh. All right, I'm going to post some memes. So far down the fucking list. Is this classic, or did they just merge World of Warcraft into one thing? Are they cheating and just merged World of Warcraft into one thing? Is that what's going on here? Is this classic? No. Look, there's somebody in the Dreaming Grove. Yep. So they're just cheating now. They just fucking merged World of Warcraft and World of Warcraft Classic together on Twitch. That's all. Womp womp. Maybe I didn't save it here. It was something from Asmongold saying something like... He's not going to play Classic anymore. Oh no, what was the name of the fucking server before there was Classic? Uh, Nostalrius? Yeah, it was him saying like Nostalrius did a better job of providing a vanilla experience than WoW Classic did. Like, yeah, good. (laughs) Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, they got rid of WoW Classic as a thing. Now it's World of Warcraft. How many viewers? 32,000, including live World of Warcraft. Including live. Uh, There was a bug in Destiny 2 to play any activity in solo mode so it wouldn't matchmake you with a bunch of fucking blueberries. Can't do it while streaming. It involves, like, unplugging your internet or something. Uh, Twitch is being sued for $3 billion. I think we talked about that. Yeah, well, not on Twitter, not on uh, the podcast, but yeah, they're being sued by uh, Russia. By this, they're not going to win the suit. I mean, there's no way. Listen, if you want to get a settlement from a company, all right, there's three new names. One of them is the one I was looking for. You want to get a settlement from a company like Twitch? You ask for millions. You don't ask for fucking billions. You are not getting billions of dollars from Twitch. Well, they you ask for billions, they'll up. settle for millions, and you win. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> because they're going to just hold that shit up in court forever. Ooh, That's all they're going to do. All right. I'm going to go pee, and i got to check on my beef jerky. But look at those memes, and don't let there be dead yeah, air for the jerky. next two and a half minutes, okay? Thanks. And then walk away. Who's suing Twitch? I haven't even heard about this. Some Russian company. Why? Because they stream some copyrighted shit or something in Russia. Don't 
blame the company, blame the broadcaster. Fucking idiots. No, you can't blame Twitch. Like on their channel. Okay. What was it? What kind of company are they? Uh, Let's see here. So Russia's third largest internet company is suing streaming service Twitch for 180 billion rubles, 2.1 billion uh, pounds over pirate broadcaster. That's euros on it. Pirate broadcast of English Premier League games. Okay, so it wasn't Twitch. I, I misheard. The Rambler Group alleges that exclusives broadcasting rights were breached by the service more than 36,000 times between August and November. It is seeking to permanently ban the Amazon-owned platform in Russia. Yeah, because they want to be the only fucking streaming service. That's what this shit comes down to. And this is what I talk about when people talk about like lawsuits and stuff. You got to be careful because there's fucking motive here. Okay, these people want to. These people don't want to just get money because they got they lost out on money. They want to ban. Like they they show their hand too easily. They're not good at playing cards at all. They just show their hand. They want to permanently ban Amazon in Russia. Okay, why? Well, what what did we read in the beginning? It's Russia's third largest internet company. They want to fucking be in control of what is being broadcast in the company. They want the money to go directly through them. Exactly what it is. Twitch's lawyer has already called the case unfounded. (laughs) Russia is the third largest user of Twitch, which has more than 15 million daily active users worldwide. Terms and conditions state users cannot share content without permission from copyright owners, including films and television. So yeah, they've already got their, they got their asses covered already. This is a, this is a nothing burger fucking suit. People are stupid, man. I swear to God. Likely what this company is trying to do is make itself more known. Or they have constituents or something that they're trying to appease. Like all the impeachment shit on the president. Yeah, of course. I mean, when you sit there World War Three, my dude. Well, when you bark, when you bark for three years that you have the most corrupt president in the White House and that he's evil and that he's treasonous and all this shit and nothing turns up, you have to still go through with your stupid impeachment shit because you've already set yourself in that. You've already made that bed and you have to lay in it. If you don't, you just look like what you really are. Well, beef jerky. Gummy shit bags. Beef jerky's not bad. Mine was better. What? This fucking balsamic shit that my wife wanted me to just... Not as good as the first batch I made with Worcestershire. Well, of course, Worcestershire's great. Put that shit on ramen. But, uh, it's not going anywhere, man. I think I'm going back to playing retail for the majority of my streams from now on. Classic has been fun, but it's brought a level of drama and stress that makes everything unfun, both for myself and also from the community. Also, there's not much left to do in Classic. Yep. What did we say, six months? Yep. About right. I said six months. That's what, that post is old. That's older. 
That's yeah. like months ago. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what we said. It wasn't going to last long. because We know we've been there. There's nothing to do in vanilla. You know, one of the best things that ever happened in World of Warcraft was their first expansion. Why? Because it was new fucking content, you idiots. Well, it's good because but, now they don't have to worry about sticking so hard to, uh, you know, the paradigm, the, the, the fucking things that people will tell me has been that way. Don't change it. It's like, well, now you can do all kinds of crazy shit in retail. And for people who want nothing to change, you have classic. So it might actually end up being kind of a good thing. Maybe. I just think it's going to be something they abandon soon. I don't think, I think so. Gonna, I think what's going to happen is they're going to come out and tell everybody that they're abandoning their ideas of uh, having phases. They're going to get to final phase where, you know, it's the it's what it was right before BC came out. And because so few people are playing it, they're going to say, we're going to stop there. And it's just going to remain like that and available with one or two servers ever. That's it. That's all it's going to be. And a handful of people will play it. And that's it. And I've tried to tell people for a long time, it's a very small group of people that want to go back to fucking vanilla and are willing to pay for it. Most people were playing Nostarius because it was free World of Warcraft. Simple as that. Yeah. Free World of Warcraft. Most of these people that never played WoW and got to experience... And you know, you get these people that are like, oh, I can't wait for people that never played WoW to get to see what WoW was. And what is it? It's my wife's experience. This fucking sucks. Yeah. This is trash. I she played it for two hours. Yeah, tell the tell the whole story. I want to hear her a fresh person's reaction to vanilla wow. We went in and we played a couple human characters. I played a warrior and she played a priest, I think. Um rough. Or she played a paladin, sorry. Oh, okay. She played so a paladin rough. and I played a warrior. You'll never and kill anything, auto- but you'll never for, die. For a paladin is just auto attacking. That's all it is. Um and it was just, so you can't, you know, you're there and there's a bunch of people there. Um, it's probably not that bad right now or as bad, but at the time there were a lot of people playing. So the spawn point was infested with people. And there's, it's not like today where, you know, if it's your same faction, which is most of your leveling experience, uh, that you can just tag something that they already have tagged and you get credit for it and you can loot it and all that. It's not like that in vanilla. You, somebody shoots something, it's over. <laughs> uh, Nothing sh- like seeing that fucking enemy health bar turn gray. Oh, I'm Love sorry. It. She was playing a, she was playing a mage, not. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I leveled so, a mage solo in vanilla. So she would go Holy to shit. shoot something. She would go to shoot something. I was playing a warlock. That was our first playthrough. I was playing a warlock. She was playing a mage. So we were trying to kill shit with like 15 to 20 people around trying to do the same quest. And, the, you know, you're in an area where, for some reason, Blizzard has mobs that aren't ever quest mobs, and then like a couple quest mobs that's fallen in that area. So you're trying to tag it, and you go to start casting your attack, and somebody else just runs up and hits it with a sword. Yeah. Hold on, let me cast it. for three and a half seconds of some fucking hunter. Yeah, it's, Bam! It's crazy. Woo! Crazy. Yeah. And I, was, I was playing a warlock so when I wanted to get my imp I have to go like do a fucking I gotta go get it from an NPC that I gotta kill you know I gotta get the grimoire or whatever it's crazy I mean there's a lot of cool stuff but that's it's cool it was cool to me to a degree because I played vanilla so there was a lot of like you know 
nostalgia there for me. You know, I could survive on nostalgia for several. I could probably go back and play it now and enjoy it a decent bit because of the nostalgia. Yeah. If I ever pick up but, WoW again, we'll go back and do fucking gank rogues. We'll just make characters for the sole purpose of fucking people over. Probably Some have that more fucking karma for every time that shaman, happened to me. But just find a mage I mean, and toy with them. She was hating that, and then I tried to pressure her to play it a little bit more, and we played some Shaman. And she liked that more. She had an easier time with Shaman and was enjoying the Shaman more. But after two hours of the Shaman, we were level seven, and she <laughs> was just done with it. You know, you put two hours in after you've played retail for years, and you put two hours in. And yeah, you got with all your abilities. fucking heirlooms, with... You got fucking yeah, add on to tell you exactly ability. where to go. Shit on the map tells you exactly right. where to go. Exactly. Because that's the things we you need doing. to pick up shimmer. We were having to like read. Read. Reading sucks. <laughs> the only reason. Can why I get this we in audiobook form? Through... Like, fuck. One of the reasons we were able to go through shit quickly is because I already knew where stuff was. You know, that's why I don't like the scummy shit that people did where like world first. That that is so fucking disingenuous and and gummy as fuck because you have people that made earned world first in vanilla in 2004 because and they they earned it not knowing where anything was at all like they didn't know the most the best way to fall they might have had to know. use thought bot they that kind of stuff didn't even really exist i mean it existed but it was being the guy that made it to level 61st there wasn't shit for him to follow because he made it there first. So he, you know, you're talking about a website like ThoughtBot was a database where people would go in and and put stuff in there based off their findings. You know, they downloaded, they started doing like an add-on where they'd have the add-on and it would collect data from players. So the guy that went in there the first time, he didn't have ThoughtBot. He didn't have anything to help him figure out how to get the max level quicker than anybody. So he earned that more than any fucking body. Then you get this fucking piece of shit community that comes along in 2019 and is like, yeah, world first. This guy that fucking knows everywhere to go, where all the things are at, the best way to fucking play a mage, the most fucking, the, the best class to play to fucking level up to max level in vanilla, which turns out to be a mage because they found out, like, hey, hey, guess what? As a mage, you can fucking spec in Blizzard and fucking pull people, pull large groups and shit and farm it out. And this is where you want to farm it is in Tears Hand over here and all this shit. And they didn't know that. The guy that fucking got it at 60 the first time didn't know that. And they stole that. The fucking community stole that from that guy by making his achievement equivalent to this fucking loser that fucking knew exactly how to get there. And that's, that's fucking shameful. That's the real shamefulness of it. And that guy's a Twitch streamer now just because of that. Like, and it's just the worst person you could choose to fucking have a following on Twitch to is like, he just says the dumbest shit and he's just, one that's what we should have done. We should have went for world band. first and then the whole time just shit all over the fact that we got world first and just like, I'll give you an example of the kind of guy is he deleted his character immediately, but then he didn't even have the balls to keep it that way. He got it restored. Why did he delete his character? Oh, just to, just to flex on stream, just to be like, ha ha. Now I delete it. Like, okay. Jesus Christ, what a fag. <laughs> so, yeah. That guy would. Classic is, is stalled out as far as I can tell. And I'm glad. 
I'm glad it's stalled out. I'm not glad that I don't think people have realized you think you do what you don't. Listen, I get it. Vanilla. Oh, man, isn't that crazy? It should have just been a fucking thing that happened in the caverns of time. Like, you can go back to old original. Now how many people do you think they picked like up that. sub numbers because of vanilla? Because you think Barely that compares to the number of people that lost because BFA sucked? Guarantee you barely any people. Or at least not long term. I can't see anyone staying subbed just for that. So anyway, you want to shit on Star Wars now? Fuck yeah, I want to shit on Star Wars. Alright. I feel like we could talk about Star Wars for hours. Like, that's where I'm at right now. Star Wars. Well... I, mean, I saw the movie. I had a yeah. Fandango gift card, so I didn't pay any of my money to see it. Uh, <clears throat> overall, better than The Last Jedi, and I think pretty much all the reasons that it's not as good as it could have been is because it's trying to fix The Last Jedi. Yeah. Some things didn't make sense. But to be fair to uh, the community and the fans, J.J. could have done a lot of better shit to fix it. Yep. Like and the, the, the thing that bothers me the most really, out of uh, anything, this whole new trilogy, there are no good lightsaber duels. They're all kind of like old style, where like big swing block, big swing block. There's no fucking Darth Maul versus Obi-Wan style lightsaber battles. And that fucking sucks. <clears throat> but go ahead. What are your grievances? Let's talk, first of all, so George Lucas comes out in the 70s and makes this movie called Star Wars. It wasn't even subtitled, I don't believe. No. It was they added that later. Star Wars. And he didn't really intend for it to be a trilogy. It was just a movie. Well, well according to him, he had all nine movies planned out. But that's bullshit. Everyone knows that's, that's not bullshit. True. That's not true. I don't know where that came from because he's him. He said he said before that he never planned on doing any sequels to Return of the Jedi. Um, so, listen, I get the thing is like, eh, the, the original trilogy sucked, or not the original, but the, the prequels sucked. No, they didn't. You people don't know how good you fucking had it. <laughs> like, look at these fucking new movies. This is what it could have been. The prequels at least made sense. Like they had a purpose to them. They had an overall arc to them. The problem that the, the, the so the problem with the prequels is that obviously people hate certain characters. Whatever. Ooh, Jar Jar. Listen, the Ewoks are fucking stupid. Okay, I don't fuck who you are. Ewoks are stupid. Chewbacca, stupid. A terrible fucking character. People are always like, yeah, Chewbacca's great. Chewbacca's fucking. I don't know, like, there's a lot of side characters he I don't give a fuck about. Like, just the fucking, fucking droids. droids all the time. I, I don't give a fuck about any of the droids. C-3PO is Jar Jar Binks. I'm, I said it. Come at C-3PO me. is fucking annoying as shit. He's fucking annoying. The only reason He's why He's always like interjecting with... and like popping up into it. It's like, motherfucker, go away. You're supposed the to be a fucking robot. why people like C-3PO and not Jar Jar Binks is because those people grew up with C-3PO. And they were kids when they saw him, so they're endearing to him. He's endearing to them. They have endeared themselves to that character. It is not that he brings nothing to the story. It's fucking stupid little kid level bullshit. That's all it is. 
100%. Come fucking at me. That's what it is. Now, you can make the argument that Jar Jar is way over the top versus C-3PO. I agree. I'm not going to say that's not the case, but you can't sit here and At act least like R2-D2 shuts the fuck up and does things, right? That actually help. Right. C-3PO is just kind of wandering, oh, terribly sorry. Like, fuck off, you fucking idiot. You're just in the way. Always I saving your ass and shit. That Jar Jar Binks is stupid. I will say that. But it, he's who gives a fuck? He's just some stupid comic relief in the middle parts of the movie, okay? It, it, it's not what it's about. The story is about how Darth Vader came in into existence. That's really what it is. And at the same time, it does something that good movies do. It it doesn't just focus on Darth Vader and Anakin Skywalker. It also shows you how the Empire came into power and all this stuff. And it's a little bit political and hey, interesting, right? It's got a lot of trade cool, disputes, my dude. To it. <laughs> well, it wasn't trade disputes, it was being manipulated, but you know, it's, it's a cool it's a cool concept. You get to see how the, the stormtroopers came into existence, you know, and all this shit. It's pretty cool. I mean, people always get upset over stupid things. Like, I, we didn't need to see where Boba Fett came from. So what? So he was a kid in the movie, and Django Fett, he's a clone of Django Fett. Like, who cares? It's why he's got the same voice. What do you mean? It's a different voice for when they remade it, though. The original Boba Fett didn't have that weird accent. I know. But they wanted to make it a thing, so whatever. That's their prerogative. Now, uh, George Lucas just said that he enjoys editing, and that's obviously true. I'm not going to sit here and defend George like he's some kind of great writer. Nobody, nobody is. Dan and Dave, not perfect. George Martin, not perfect. Stop deifying people. That's the problem. People keep deifying these writers and these directors and all these people. Steven Spielberg has made some shit, some garbage fucking entertainment. Yeah, look at E.T. Oh, yeah, I said it. Yeah, E.T. is trash. Get the fuck out of here with this nonsense. Who fucking cares? Yeah, I get it. Oh, I was a kid. Yeah, exactly. You were a fucking kid. You know what else kids like? Fucking Thomas the Train Engine. Like shit in their pants. SpongeBob square fucking pants. and Fucking stupid nonsense. All right? Grow up. Anyways, it's very impressive, I so the original, listen, I've watched all the movies. I've watched the original trilogy before the prequels. I, I you know, I grew up with those movies before because even though I was born in the 80s, uh, you know, in the 90s, I didn't really partake in pop culture. <clears throat> I, I, uh, I watched a lot of 80s stuff. I watched 80s films. I watched 80s television and shit. I grew up on 80s music. Uh, I, I missed most of the 2000s because I was on the internet calling people faggots and video games. So I don't have all that fucking, you know, snowflake bullshit where everybody pretends to be upset over stupid nonsense. I don't have any of that. So I grew up on the original star Wars before the prequels came out. And when the prequels came out, I watched them and I remember them fondly because they were feel good movies. You know, I, I like the original, the, the prequels. Like I like, uh, Harry Potter. I don't take Harry Potter seriously. In fact, the last two films of Harry Potter suck because it takes that whimsicality out of it and gets way too fucking serious. I think I, I, think that's I the, like them, but I mean, they kind of fucked up the ending, but that's another. That's well, another the problem thing. is it gets too serious and dark. Uh, you know, you go from this, you go from watching some little kids play around and learn magic to fucking Lord of the Rings all of a sudden. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. You, there's no reason to go there either. Like you could have, 
I mean, I get that that's the fucking story, but I think I think what's her nuts is a terrible fucking writer. I don't think she's good at what she does. Um, sorry, <laughs> that's my fine. opinion of it. I Look, I don't, I, I don't like this whole judgment with writers in general. Where it's like, well, it's too simplistic. It's like that's fine. Like I don't mind people writing in a way that just sounds. Well, that's normal. not what I'm saying. I'm, I don't. I'm not saying that it's too simplistic. Uh, I just, I want it to. It just doesn't flow together well. I think if you're gonna do Harry Potter and be serious about, you know. All of these characters, like, I mean, it goes from, like, hey, like, there's a lot of deep, cool shit in Harry Potter, like Severus Snape and his story arc. But when you watch the first couple films and even read the first couple books, like, it's all whimsical fucking Narnia-type kitty shit. Well, I mean, yeah, because they're kids. I mean, I get it. I know. Yeah. Right on. Totally. The people in the book grew up, but the people reading the books grew up. But you know how that would have you know how that would have worked out well if it, if it was like Star Wars where you had the serious shit separated from the not serious shit. If you watch the prequels, they're not that serious. The prequel films are not that serious compared to the A New Hope and 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 beyond. You yeah, know they're, they're working. They should have killed the younglings on screen and make it serious. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it works that way. I think making those three films separate from the other three films works and allows you to have Jar Jar Binks and shit like that. And you know, the parts where it feels weird, where the prequels feel weird is when it tries to get serious at the end with Darth Vader coming into power. It feels, it starts to get weird. Like, no, (laughs) I just think, uh, that's kind of the ultimate problem with the prequels. Uh, is that they tried to be whimsical in the beginning, and then they tried to get super serious at the end. And you, you got to stay serious. Like the tone of Re- of Revenge of the Sith is way different than Attack of the Clones. You know, it feels like a, a I drink. Think Attack of the Clones is the worst of the of the original nine. I agree. Most people agree. <clears throat> now, here's the thing. Um, if you watch Lord of the Rings, the first film, Fellowship. Is very whimsical, and the tone changes in the two towers. But I think because it changes in the two towers early on, I mean, it kind of changes near the end of the fellowship, really. But you know, with with Frodo kind of leaving the group, that moment onward is super serious. So there's no more whimsicality to it at all. You don't get these whimsical moments of like, ah, oh, you know, like the last whimsical moment in uh, Lord of the Rings is Rivendell when they go to Rivendell. Oh, man, look at these. You know, they're all there. Agent Smith is all like, welcome to Rivendell. And of course it makes it weird. Like there's a weird segment in Lord of the Rings where at the end, when he wakes up in Rivendell, uh, Rivendell, you know, they're there with everybody runs into the room and Gandalf and all that shit. It feels weird because it goes right back to Sirius. Like, uh, the wing, the ring weighed heavily on me. And now I got to go to the lands of, undying and all this like, are you in this game Monty? what happened like, how can you do that like how can you go from how can you go from super serious they're about to fucking die and fail in their quest to oh happy happy times to i'm just gonna fucking peace off anyways what you're not gonna be like it, it's you can't change gears that quickly and i think that's why fellowship and lord of the rings succeeds is because they don't change gears quickly 
you know, that they, you slowly move out of that in the first film and then the second and third film are right away. And there's just that little mishap in the final, uh, the final film there at the very end where it feels a little awkward at the very end. But, uh, I think that's the problem that star Wars has. Well, what's this have to do with the new films? You might ask, well, uh, at least the prequel films had a fucking story. No matter what you think about the prequels, they had a fucking point. It, it, it all worked. It was all together. Well, I mean, not really. I mean, the well, first it one did. it did, but like the problem with the first, the Phantom Menace is that, all right, pop quiz. Who's the main character in the Phantom Menace? What do you mean? Who's the main character? Who's the protagonist? It's quite on Jin. I'd say Obi Wan. Right, exactly. Like, who is it? It is Obi Wan. It's supposed to be Obi Wan. That's who it should have been. It should have been Obi Wan. Yes, it should. They even, if you watch behind the scenes stuff, they they talk about how Qui Gon Jin is the main protagonist of that film. That's why he he gets killed off and passes on the torch at the very end of the film. The film ends at that point. Obi Wan is with him the pretty much every step of the way. Yeah, but he's not making decisions and he's not off on his own like in the second film. In the second film, he goes off on his own and does shit. And he's and that he's clearly the main protagonist of the second film. And in the third film, it's well, Anakin. It, yeah, but okay. My point is, there's no clear protagonist in the first movie. I don't know if that's true. I don't know how you could say I that's think not it's very true. similar to the original trilogy. The original trilogy is all over the place. No, Luke is clearly Luke the protagonist. Is the clear protagonist of the first film, but not the second film. Sure he is. He's he's barely around. He's often fucking getting trained by Yoda. It's mostly fucking Leia and fucking Han. But it's mostly his it. story. Uh, I don't know about that. I I mean, it's definitely a Skywalker saga. Uh well, by that reasoning, Anakin should be the main character of Phantom Menace, but he's not really. I mean, well, he's featured heavily. I just would say Qui Gon Jinn because he's got the most screen time and he's followed more than anybody. I mean, that's what a protagonist is. <laughs> protagonist is whoever the story decides to follow, and the Phantom Menace doesn't do a very good job of following oh, any one character or story. Well, not Most really. It's kind of Qui-Gon in it. Yeah, well, they also mostly have Obi-Wan, too. I mean, they're attached at the hip, that whole fucking movie. Well, it's his apprentice. Of course he's attached at the hip. Patch it, passing the torch to him for the second film. But then uh, the second film, you, you're mostly following Obi-Wan. In the third film, you're mostly following An- Anakin. And I think it was set up that way because it's very similar to the... And this is kind of where I'm getting at here, is similarities at least George Lucas was a little bit similar. And I see that Abrams is trying to do that. You know, everybody gave a lot of flack to the force awakens, the force Force awakens with like, Oh, it's just like, it's just like a new hope. He's, he's being lazy. And no, I don't see the problem with it being happening. I don't see the problem with it because there's nothing wrong with cyclical storytelling. Plus it's the classic hero's journey. Yes. There's tons of fucking movies and books that follow that same fucking story yes. arc. It's because it's a great story arc that's like driven down into humanity and the idea of 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 that is is appealing to us. Nothing wrong with it. Absolutely, I agree with you 100%. There's nothing wrong with that that story system. And I thought it was great. 
I thought they did a great job. He introduced new characters. It was going places, you know, and it was kind of cyclical. Yes, there were problems. There's stupid problems like, you know, people have forgotten about the force. It doesn't make sense unless you come back later in a film and you're like, yeah, well, Luke tried to hide it, you know, because he believed that I thought that's where they were going in Last Jedi. Luke didn't want the Jedi to exist anymore because he believed them to be a fanatical, like another side of the coin to the Sith kind of thing. You know, I thought they were going with the gray Jedi setup. Where Which is what they should have fucking done. It's what they should have fucking done. It, it's perfect. It perfectly fits the whole Kylo Ray thing that even comes out of the fucking Rise of Skywalker. It would have perfectly fit for them to like accept that, okay, I fuck around in the dark side and you fuck around in the light side and we're going to work together to kind of establish this new order of the first order. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, they could have called it the final order. <laughs> I don't know. A final solution. Final order solution. I mean, that would have been great. And I feel like, I mean, people want to sit here and pat, pat around it all day. The fact of the matter is Ryan Johnson is a piece of shit and he's fucking stupid and he fucked it up. He yeah. fucked it up. I don't care who you are on this fucking planet. If you want to apologize for Ryan Johnson, you're either a dishonest cunt or you don't understand how story, basic storytelling works. And no, I'm not a writer, but I understand basic storytelling that when you are making the second film of a trilogy, you're not supposed to close up a bunch of fucking arcs. You can't do that. Well, he goes, he went into this movie and this is based on his own tweets and shit. He went into this movie basically not caring what the fans thought. He went in there to make his movie, what he wanted to see. But you can't do that when you're signed on as part of a franchise. Well, I mean, clearly you can, but you fucking shouldn't. Like, right. it's it's not... It's like, it's like if your boss is out for a day and you're second in command and you decide to make all these fucking changes at your job and fucking fire people and your boss comes back. It's like, what the fuck happened? Like, well, I did, I did right? what I wanted to do. Because I was boss for a day. Now, you don't. Okay, you, well, you're fired, and I'm going to bring somebody in to fix this mess. Yep, and that's and JJ again. And unfortunately, you're not going to be able to fix it by bringing think, people back. Which I, I think like, I think it was a bad decision. JJ is really good at setting things up, and you know, telling mystery box type stories and shit. But he's not good at ending shit. John Favreau should have been brought in. Like that's who they should have had doing that movie. Just put Favreau in charge of every fucking thing. The guy can clearly make good fucking films. Yeah, and he's not like, uh, I kind of like Star Wars, but I'm going to do my own thing. Everybody. Hey, he respects shit. Watch The Mandalorian. How much fucking respect that guy has for shit that's already well-established and, and canonical. Even the latest episode of Mandalorian was fucking perfect. You can't ask for a more perfect episode. They didn't make a giant deal out of him removing him. They didn't, they don't make it. Sorry, spoilers ahead. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil major shit, but you know he takes his helmet off in front of the robot because he gets wounded. You know they make they didn't make a giant big deal about that. They didn't like zoom in on it or make a giant. Even though it's like a big deal, they didn't make it a big deal because he's not revealing himself to a person. It's to a fucking a droid. It's not and was a it thing. was it Prince Oberyn? Yeah, it's him. Did he have his eyeballs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get his teeth. Yeah, yeah. 
and he, he, you know, he looks like he gained a little bit of weight, and it works. He looks great. It looks great, and they move on. There, the scene does not linger. It, it's there for like a couple seconds and gone. Moving on to the next scene, and that's how it should be. You know, the, it's not some bullshit. And he's given a task, and his task is to raise this fucking Yoda baby thing, whatever the fuck it is. That's his task given to him by the blacksmith woman or whatever of his clan. And now the baby is like a part of the clan or something. I I don't know what that means. She mentions the Jedi, you know, and this is right after uh, the empire is defeated. So she mentions the Jedi and she talks about it's that's the power that it has. And she tasks him with going to find the baby's homeworld and delivering it back to its people. That's his job. But she also mentions like it's, you know, he's there, it's father now basically. And, you know, it kind of seems parallel to what he was dealing with when he was a kid and got swept away by the Mandalorians and raised by them to be a Mandalorian. So I don't know, Yoda Mandalorian baby in the future. I don't fucking know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what it means. Yoda Lorian. (laughs) Yoda. I don't know what it means, but it's. I think it was a perfect ending to the season. I think it was really well done. Uh, I like it. I think it's great. Yeah, Mandalorian was good. Yeah, but the and last Jedi, Jedi like I it seems know. like the Emperor was. First of all, they already said that the Emperor coming back was Kathleen Kennedy's idea, which I mean, clearly, it's from someone who has a very loose understanding of the lore and just wants to fucking do what she thinks fans want to see. But it doesn't really work. Well, let's talk about that. Okay. So I'm going to talk about why it's wrong. And then I'm going to turn around and talk about how they could have made it work with everything they have. So the base concept, the too long didn't read concept is the reason why you don't bring the Palpatine back is because it diminishes Darth Vader's story, okay? If you look at, and, you know, this is something that Lucas has talked about. If you look at the nine fucking films, the original, the the first nine films, the original trilogy and the um, prequels, it's a story about Anakin Skywalker. Now, Okay, so there was a comic that was released that shows Vader walking through, and this is the new Disney canon stuff. There was a comic that was released showing Vader walking through some kind of like dark side realm or something, and it's like showing him visions, and it shows him his mother, and then it shows like the Emperor over his mother, like doing some kind of black sorcery, fucking dark side sorcery shit which implies heavily that Palpatine created him. Oh, well, they came out and said the creators of the comic but said that that was a misunderstanding. Was that. It wasn't the creators of the comic. It was some fucking guy that's in charge of like some kind of part of Disney's Star Wars area. He's not fully in charge. He's not the absolute guy in charge, but he is in charge of some stuff to some degree. So he does have some authority on it. He said that that was not the case. And that it's a misinterpretation and that the dark side's supposed to, you know, show you fake shit. But here's the reality, okay? <laughs> we know for a fact that because of the <clears throat> prequels, and Disney can't change this as much as they fucking want to, 
The prequels have told us that Darth Vader does not have a father. Anakin Skywalker has no father. He is just born to a mother, like a Jesus baby. Now, in the same films, the prequels, Sidious talks to him about Plagueis and how Plagueis could create life from the Force. And that's supposed to be a big hint from Lucas as to maybe Plagueis created him. But then there's also the concept that it could be just that the Force manifests itself into a human being and you get a birth like that because he's supposed to be the Chosen One. Like the, the Chosen One prophecy is real. That's what the prequel set up. George Lucas has talked about it. It's even considered the canonical wording of what that story arc is. It's the Chosen One arc. Anakin Skywalker is the Chosen One. Okay, Before the prequels, everybody thought the Chosen One could have either been Vader or it could have been Luke Skywalker because of all this extended universe stuff that was going on. But when the prequels came out, it was confirmed to be Anakin was the Chosen One. Okay? Anakin's the Chosen One born of the Force. Luke Skywalker's not born of the Force. Uh, Anakin Skywalker is. So he's supposed to bring balance to the Force. Okay. He goes to the dark side. That's a form of balance in my mind that he experiences the light side and the dark side of the force and ultimately makes a decision to kill the emperor and he dies. Well, also, if Anakin is a manifestation of the force, but he's being forced in all this light side shit, but he has dark side tendencies and light side tendencies, right? Like if he's a manifestation of the force, then like shutting him off from the dark side, doesn't feel right to him. And that's why it's always like weird. Another opportunity to throw in some gray Jedi shit. Yes. The whole point of so, this trilogy, the new one, should have been that the Force isn't dark or light. It's the people that use it. Right. And that the now, Jedi were their own downfall because they were too didactic and strict about, now, like, you can't use Fort Lightning because Force Lightning because that's fucking dark side. Right, Not dark like side. it's where it but really right. should be. If you use Force Lightning to disable droids, it's fine, but don't use it to kill people. Just like any other Force power, lifting shit up is not dark side but choking people out is it's not the force power that's the evil force, it's the yes, choking people right it's the act of what you do with it yes now now i'll make this part short and just say that the reason why the emperor surviving undoes is is bad is because it undoes the anakin story arc it makes his sacrifice of killing the emperor fucking pointless it doesn't matter if you put a stupid little segment in it where Darth Vader's like, oh, yeah, I did it, so you can do it too. Uh, like, what's the fucking point of his sacrifice if it doesn't actually kill the Emperor? Now, I'm just going to go through a list of stupid shit. Actually, you know what? I'll, I'm going to say what I think would work, and then I'll go through the list of stupid, because this is a long fucking list. <laughs> So let's let's start from The Force Awakens. Why make The Force Awakens? Well, okay, we have the... With the Chosen One arc and all that, we could say that even though Darth Vader was the Chosen One and his killing of the Emperor was supposed to be... He's supposed to bring balance to the Force. We could say that, okay, well, he didn't bring balance to the Force because there are no Sith. There's just Jedi now. There's just... Luke Skywalker as a Jedi 
And he's another reason to bring back Jedi. Grey Jedi. Right. Now, what we could say is Darth Vader is the one that brings balance to the Force because his killing of the Emperor sets off what happens in the next three films with Rey and all the shit going on. Okay, so uh, Skywalker, uh, you know, Luke and Kylo Ren and all that stuff's going on. I think some of the problems that we have here is that a lot of the execution, and got it, a lot of it just comes back to The Last Jedi is the penultimate fuck-up of this whole process because you can do The Force Awakens in the way that it's done and still fucking make this work. Instead of making Rey this Mary Sue that never fails and is supposed to be the new, you know, Disney princess, girls can look up to it, bullshit, Kathleen Kennedy nonsense. You can go with like a, a process of Ray is, you know, a direct descendant. And there's multiple ways you could take this. You could do it where she's not even fucking related to anybody. And you can get rid of the whole concept of bloodlines and shit. Yeah, can we or just finally can... fucking tell people IRL that they can't use the force? I fucking hate this argument of like, oh, Metachlorians ruined it because at first it was like anyone could use the Force and it's not tied to bloodlines and shit. It's like not everyone's special. Yes. <laughs> like Jesus fucking So it's fucking totally Christ. fine that if she was a Skywalker to some degree, you could have had it easily be something where Darth Vader was trying to create a clone or something like that of Padme or something and he and you know was using some manipulation or something and it infused it with force power whatever you can do anything like that you can make ray a clone of anybody palpatine you can do the palpatine thing too you can be like palpatine's trying to create clones and she was rescued from the facility at right at the end you know she's the she's they can even these... do like that dark Re- darth revan shit like huh interesting right? this this is a clone of palpatine and she turned out light side well like she revan, lost her you, memory you, right wipe, the revan wipe... thing was great well, yeah, I mean, not exactly like the Revan thing. Revan got his memory wiped, but still, you clone Palpatine, and now there's a light side Palpatine. You could have even can... done your whole SJW thing in a way that wouldn't make sense. Like, it's a woman. Whoa. Well, you know, you could, for the woman thing, you could just be like, okay, uh, he wasn't exactly trying to make himself. He was, you know, trying to take his DNA and and... No or, one will have sex try- with me. Well, you could do a thing where it's like he's trying to make someone... Okay, so let's say that Darth Vader is born of, of the Force or that Plagueis made him. Okay, well, wouldn't wouldn't Palpatine want to like do something with that? Like, we know that Palpatine kept him in an old, shittier suit because he wanted him to be weaker so he couldn't overthrow him. Palpatine was trying to get Luke to kill his father and be even stronger at his side. Why? Because oh, that's Luke's just how supposed to do shit. Well, Luke is supposed to be stronger than Vader because he's like a combination of shit or something like that. He's supposed to be stronger well, in the Force. Palpatine. Paul Palpatine also kind of fucked that up. It's it's supposed to be the 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 Sith way of succession. Vader is supposed to kill the Emperor, and Luke is supposed to join his father, but. For some well, reason, Palpatine's like, well, it's, it's always it's the apprentice killing the master. Yeah, because that's how Sith operate, is they're always trying right, to... Right, that's what I'm like, saying. But now all of a sudden he wants Luke to kill Vader. But, I mean, well, to be Sith fair, hierarchy. he's been doing that the whole time, but, like, he in didn't Sith hierarchy, kill Dooku. Dooku um, just was killed, and fucking Darth Maul was killed, so we had to find new apprentices. But it's not like they choose it that way. In the Sith hierarchy, you don't become a master like you do in the Jedi. You you have to kill your master to become your ma- the master. It's it's a more 
it's a more aggressive form of the Jedi's mastership kind of concept. Like with the Jedi, you reach a point and they're like, yeah, you're a master Jedi now. But with the Sith, it's like, well, you're not a master till you can kill your fucking master. If you can kill your master, then clearly you're a master. Killed one. How did like, you kill uh, your master? I slit his throat <laughs> in his sleep. Whoa, that must have taken skill, bro. How'd you kill your master? Uh, I fucking fucking bunny hopped around a corner with a shotgun. <laughs> he would come out of the bathroom and I was like, boom, bam. There's yeah. a lot of shit that they could do and still keep the Darth Vader storyline intact and not bring the emperor back. Okay. It, and it so was clearly supposed to be Snoke. Let's, let's be honest. Right. But... It was supposed to be Snoke, but okay. So I'm not totally against this idea of, the Emperor still living. Yes, it it undoes Vader's shit to some degree, but I'm not completely against the idea of Palpatine still being alive and being on some planet somewhere. Well, but in the extended I'm universe, always... he made clones. Like, I would even would have right, been okay with that. him actually dying. And nobody had a problem with there's that. there's still clones of him around. Well, the idea in the, in the uh, extended universe was that he was cloning himself and then he he had similar to like force ghost shit he was able to project his consciousness using the force into other bodies and this allowed him to do force possession and shit like that and that's kind of what jj's fucking with here a little bit yeah i think that's what it was supposed to be i think snoke was supposed to be a clone and then palpatine is just projecting his consciousness into all these different clones that are snoke but it doesn't make sense that it would be snoke it makes more sense okay so Maybe Snoke as it's definitely not something he planned from the beginning because it doesn't make sense that it would be Snoke. Uh, Snoke is kind of like the thing where you later on you're going like, oh yeah, Snoke is like a clone that doesn't get completed because the Empire doesn't have the resources anymore. But then at the same time, you also have all these fucking ships and shit. It's just a lot of shit that doesn't make sense, man. So it's like a have your cake and eat it too thing that JJ's doing. That doesn't fucking work. It pisses me off. Like, okay. God, I could go on for days, but I'm going to try not to. Okay, so I think they could have done a great job with, hey, I even like the idea that Palpatine is like on another planet and he's always been there. Like the Palpatine that died in in, in uh, Return of the Jedi wasn't him. It was a clone that he was possessing and he's always been on that planet at in a uh, rise of Skywalker. Like he's always been on that planet. I mean, it I even like would have worked idea. if like, you know, Anakin was supposed to bring balance, but he got turned. So a part of Anakin lives on in Luke. So Luke brought balance, but Oh, the emperor didn't really die. So now like, there's part of Anakin in Ray because she's all the Jedi. Right. So that's like the, fucking prophecy like course correcting and palpatine constantly yeah, trying to not stuff like that. not have the prophecy come to pass and it just yeah, never exactly. worked exactly there's so much stuff they could have done so much and, and I don't know, like, if you want to if you want to hear the message that uh palpatine fucking broadcast the entire galaxy for some terrible. fucking that's reason stupid. you got to play fortnite and apparently that's like it. how he lived is going to be like in a book and i fucking hate that i fucking hate when they like divide shit up especially star wars like Fucking put the good shit in the movies. I shouldn't. It's like fucking Destiny and having to read it for it to make sense. 
It's a pointless fucking message that doesn't say anything. I'm back, bitches. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Why would you announce yourself? Also, how did he make all those fucking Okay, so Star we're getting we're getting into the problems of the film now. <laughs> like yes. Okay, so I think we've established at this point absolutely there's a lot of shit that could have been done and that worked. Okay. And JJ didn't do them. And I have to hit this real quick. Fuck me. There's just, this is like, this should be its own fucking podcast where we just talk about how star Wars got fucked up by this idiot. Ryan fucking retard. I, I this guy is so stupid. Like, I don't know how you can get a hold of the fucking star Wars universe and fuck it up. Like, just complete, utter lack of respect. Look, you don't need to be a good filmmaker to make a good Star Wars movie. I mean, look at George Lucas. Right. Like, just, it's just, what the fuck, man? Like, so much stupid shit. I'm not even a massive Star Wars fan, but just so much fucking stupid It's just not satisfying. Like, this whole sequel trilogy, it didn't feel like it had as much weight. Like, there was no, like overarching story that you were like worried about. It's like everything just kind of felt like, yeah, yeah, the first order, I guess somehow they're still around. It's like we defeated the empire, but they're just as strong still, at least in the extended universe with like Jedi outcasts and stuff. It was the remnant, right? It was just what was left over. They were hiding. You can tell easily that the last Jedi ruined this whole fucking thing. And the fact that Kylo Ren's is the only story that works in this trilogy. His story is the only one that works because he wasn't killed off or fucked up in the, in the process. So his story arc works, but like they could have done so much with the whole prop. I feel like they didn't even take the prophecy thing into consideration. And maybe that has to do with Ryan Johnson fucking up the story. I don't know. Probably (laughs) like I can't wait till JJ Abrams can actually be honest about the fucking movies. And tell people, yeah, he fucked it up. Uh, it wasn't supposed to be that way. It's supposed to go like, this is how it's supposed to go down. And then people can just like fan edit shit and stuff like that and fix it. It's fucking nonsensical. But even so, we're not here to talk about Last Jedi. We're here to talk about Rise of the Skywalker. So let's talk well, about it's how It's hard to talk about Rise one without talking about the other. Cause... Yeah. And, and there's a lot of shit that could be said about the, the Last Jedi. But the Rise of Skywalker could have fixed things without fucking it all up. A good point here would be that it didn't, it doesn't have to be Palpatine. Even with Snoke, you can, how many times have we seen characters in fucking Star Wars come back with fucking I couldn't find anyone that whole fucking game. I was just running in circles. You know how many fucking times? Canonically, in the current Disney canon, Darth Maul gets cut in half and falls down a thing and comes back. Right? Comes back with like fighter legs or some shit. He's even in Hans, the Han Solo movie. That's him after being cut in half. Yeah. Well, so like, have legs in yes, he does because they're robotic legs. legs. Yeah, guess who else got their legs cut off? Darth Vader. <laughs> you know, 40 fucking years before this moment in time. 40 years before Snoke, Darth Vader's cut in half. 
or his legs are cut off. Uh, Darth Maul is cut in half and comes back 40 years before that. So why couldn't Snoke just get his bottom half replaced? Well, no one cared because he was a clone. But he wasn't a clone until the Palpatine bullshit was introduced. I'm saying J.J. Abrams could have done this without Palpatine being put in the fucking movie. He could have just made it Snoke. He could have just brought Snoke right back with fucking prosthetic limbs. That's all he had to do. And they should have went for the Grey Jedi arc, man. It's so fucking stupid. It's so fucking obvious. I don't know why they didn't. Not only is it obvious, but like what they came up with is just so lame and bland. Fucking trash. Like, who fucking cares? So at, at the end, spoilers. Oh, she uh, takes the name Skywalker. Well, no, before that, when she's like, I'm all the Jedi, right? Like, why was well, that fucking... not, a, why was that not a fucking epic lightsaber force battle with like, I mean, it's literally all the Jedi and all the Sith all smushed into two people. Why the yeah. fuck is it just the classic old, yeah, I'm going to use lightning really and it's going to fucking reflect it back on myself and two lightsabers is what it takes for some fucking reason. It's so fucking dumb. How about when you get zapped with your own lightning, you just stop shooting lightning? Right. How many times is he going to fucking make that mistake? You could get away with it in the prequels because you can argue that like he he, was doing it on purpose. He was doing it to push Anakin to make a decision. Right. Exactly. You could also get away with it with Darth Vader in that he's trying to kill Vader to stop him from throwing him over the ledge. But they don't explain it. In this one, I mean, I don't know why two lightsabers can do what one can. I don't even I don't even like the whole Highlander thing. It's so fucking stupid. I am all the Jedi. That's not the way the well, And if you're going to put if you're going to put all these voices of all these past Jedi in her head, why not just show them? Yeah, show show the fucking Jedi. Make a scene out of it. Make it a big deal. If that's going to be like the key to why Ray is Ray, why the fuck are you just going to like let people fucking guess at it with voices in her head? Fucking show that shit. It's so fucking bad. Not only that, but there's people that's talking to her that shouldn't even be there. It undoes the whole prospect of Qui-Gon Jinn. Qui-Gon Jinn figured out how to become a Force ghost. That was supposed to be the whole point. Qui-Gon Jinn figures out the concept of Force ghosting. It's why Obi-Wan can do it, because Qui-Gon teaches him how to do it. It, And the prospect of that is that as a Force ghost, you can continue to train people because you can communicate with them. And you're part of the Force now, and you can you can communicate with them and maybe lend your power to them and shit like that through the Force. And you, somehow, like, Rey is hearing people that didn't even fucking communicate with Qui-Gon or didn't learn anything from him. Like, Anakin Skywalker can Force Ghost. Why? Because he was Obi-Wan's apprentice, and Obi-Wan probably communicated it to him somehow. You know, it's just, he was probably taught how to do it before he'd fucking turn to the dark side or something. I mean, there's all these like aspects to things that should be a thing, but isn't like, oh, look, Yoda force ghosted. What? 
okay, maybe Yoda was taught how to do it. Okay, but why is he able to shoot lightning? Why is he able to make lightning call? Like, he's able to, what is he, storm now from fucking X-Men? No, again, another opportunity to use the Grey Jedi thing. He didn't kill anyone with lightning. Why well, wouldn't you be able to use another opportunity. Well, it wasn't force lightning. It was like he made lightning strike something. It was weird. But why are these force ghosts suddenly powerful? It makes death pointless. I'm speaking of making death pointless, the most fucking retarded, weak ass, useless shit. And you know what? It spoiled them. It fucked over the Mandalorian for me to some degree because even though it doesn't happen in the final episode, whenever the Mandalorian gets injured and he's talking like he wants to be left for dead and fucking little Yoda baby thing is there. Um, and you're just sitting there watching it. I actually paused the episode and looked over to my wife and was like, this is why you can't add force fucking healing into anything because well, here's really here. why you can't because the whole point of the prequels was that Anakin was trying to find a way to bring Padme back to life after she died or save her from dying. And all right, of a sudden Ray just knows how to do it. It's yeah. they act like it's been there all along. It's like, if that is a thing, then that negates the entire premise of the first three movies. Yep. If anyone can just fucking like, he would have never went to the dark Darth side. Vader is a white male. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like what the fuck? That's the and shit that the way, bothers me the most. It's known enough that a fucking 50-year-old Yoda baby knows how to do it. Look, I would even be okay with just force healing. Like, it, it's in the games. Yeah, I mean, I, it kind of makes sense, right? But the whole using that same power to bring people back to life and yeah, using it so can. much in this movie, like... right. Kylo dies. Well, he doesn't die, but he's as good as dead and he gets healed. And then Ray dies and she comes back to life. And it's like, okay, so now death means nothing. And then she doesn't resurrect him for some reason. What? Arbitrarily, she doesn't resurrect him for some reason. Well, I guess you got to use your whole fucking life force. But she didn't <laughs> use But no, because we've seen baby Yoda use it. I don't know. I guess if you bring someone back from the dead, it's supposed to be that way. I mean, it would make sense, right? Like, in order to bring someone back to life, you need to give them a life. Yeah, but it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it shouldn't be a thing. It's stupid. I'm it okay. Like exist. I said, I'm okay with the healing or thing. Healing, yeah, fine. Baby Yoda heals somebody's wound on their arm in Mandalorian. Cool. All right. But. Now when you make the Mandalorian go, just leave me for dead. I'm sitting here thinking, great, this fucking baby's going to heal him. Even though that's not what happens. But that's what you think's going to fucking happen. And it ruins the fucking moment. Because you're just, at no point. Like now, if if at any point an injury happens in the Mandalorian and that baby, baby Yoda's around, and that baby Yoda doesn't bring somebody, like, heal their fucking wound before they die, what the fuck? That's just stupid shit. So aside from that, the fucking Rise of Skywalker is full of MacGuffins. Like, just stock fucking full. Just the worst shit. And just so many fucking coincidences. 
Like, oh, it's destiny. Which they it's could have explained destiny. it away in a satisfying way. When there's the when the knowledge of the force is at risk of being lost, right? It just starts popping up places. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like, that's why these kids are force sensitive. That's why, like, Ray can do like these the things. Yeah. That would have made, but they don't, that's not it. Like, that's just what fans have to do to make the story make sense. Man, and what a great way to make fucking Mary Sue Ray suddenly work if you make it that she's a clone and she's actually had force knowledge infused in her. And then, like, a you know, when the Empire... Yes, or, like the extended universe in the games, the Valley of the Jedi. Yeah, I mean, uh, the whole story of Jedi Outcast is literally Dasan trying to infuse people with the Force and stealing all the kyber crystals and fucking bringing them to the Valley of the Jedi and infusing well, people that's another with a twisted kyber, version of the Force. That's another thing, kyber crystals. So kyber crystals are supposed to be pretty much gone. Yes. Right? But they make... Enough, but all of these fucking star destroyers <laughs> have Death Star laser beams in them. Yeah. Which use kyber crystals. <laughs> the only reason why it worked with the fucking uh, the star killer I mean, base that's was why because it was weren't... a planet full of kyber crystals. So, like, what the... F- there's, that's the dumbest thing. Like, I'm telling you... This is like Metal Gear Solid 5 levels of feels like shit was added in and it doesn't make sense. Like, I still don't believe that Metal Gear Solid 5 is supposed to be a different person instead of Big Boss that you're playing. And here, I don't believe for a second that the Emperor was supposed to originally be the fucking guy because it just feels thrown in to the point where it feels like shit. It just... So he's on this fucking planet. Okay, I can get I can get with that. He's been there for a thousand years or something, just prolonging his life. And that's why he looks like a fucking zombie Sith Lord or some shit. Because he's just been forced possessing clone bodies of himself and stuff like that. And and Ray could have been this like um, amalgam he was trying to create out of Darth Vader's DNA and shit like that. And he made a female version because, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a clone clone. It was like it was like a, a child clone type of thing. You know, he's trying to use Vader's DNA to create a more powerful apprentice that he could, you know, fully possess fuck. forever or some shit like that. Or fuck. <laughs> but, but seriously, they could have done that. But instead it's, oh, he's here and he's got a fleet full of fucking mini Death Star Star Destroyers under the ice for no fucking reason. Why are they under the ice? Nobody can find this planet. The whole fucking story arc of this MacGuffin is that it you can't find it without these fucking items. So why the fuck does he care about hiding them under the ice? Other than just like stupid, cool J.J. Abrams, this would look cool. Bullshit. Well, how, does, how does fucking, do they explain how Lando and everyone find that place at the end? No. They just show up. <laughs> With way too many fucking ships? How does way Lando find that many ships? ships in that amount of time? And why are they willing to fight? Yeah. <laughs> No they one showed up in The Last Jedi. Nobody, they established exactly. that. Exactly. They established that. They didn't want to show up in The Last Jedi. Now here they are with something even No, no, worse. no. It's that the enemy wants to make you feel alone. But we're not and alone. They, we're totally here's not. Another, here's another thing. Leia never meets the Emperor. Not once. I just want to throw that out there. Leia yeah. never meets the Emperor in the original trilogy. How the fuck does she know the voice of the Emperor? How does she know that's the emperor? Maybe he announced himself in the message that we didn't get to hear. No, not at all. 
He just talks about the Sith returning. He doesn't say, this is the Emperor speaking. Just, Attention, this is your captain speaking. Please keep all arms and legs inside the, inside the vehicle at all times. Please stow all loose baggage in the overhead containers or underneath the seat in front of you. There are four emergency exits. The only person that would be able to recognize him by voice would be Luke, and maybe, because Luke like met him once. Like, suddenly they know him by, I mean, we know him because we've seen him in all kinds of video games and shit, so we know the voice. But this character shouldn't know this shit. It's so weird. I mean, he's the Emperor. I'm sure there's recordings. Listen, I'm I'm willing to let go of it, but I'm just saying there's a lot of... There's not even email, so I doubt it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they had to... Leia had to put a message in a fucking droid and send it like yeah. send them a fucking email. Uh, we intercepted yeah. a TIE fighter that had a message on board. Email it! What the fuck? So, there's so many fucking problems with this shit. He fucking casts ionic force lightning into the air and it only, and the fucking ships should just crash into the fucking surface. They should just fall out of the sky, but instead it's like this weird slow motion of just Floating down like they're still in space or something. Like, that's not how physics work. They're not moon jumping on this fucking planet like there's less gravity. Like, what is going on? Big there's things so move slower, don't you know? <laughs> Gotta get I mean, it is, I mean, I guess, it, uh, I don't know. I mean, I've seen a big, like, fucking bomber flying through the sky. Yeah, well, it floats. It looks like they're just... It looks like it's just not even moving. Like it looks well, like because it's moving really slow. When they don't have engines, they'll still glide. But this ain't an airplane. It's a fucking star destroyer. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying. Even big shit in the sky it looks like it's moving slower because it's bigger. I don't yeah, know what sure. a giant fucking ship would look like at terminal I'll velocity, give you, I'll but give, you that. I'll give that to you. No problem. I just think uh, there's so many problems with it. And then, like, so he announces, why announce? Why announce that you're there? And what's up with the, like, hundreds and hundreds of fucking Sith? Yeah, were they they real? Were they, like, just force images? Like, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? And just the whole, in general, the whole conclusion of that was so anticlimactic. Like, Okay, we're gonna have we haven't had any good lightsaber battles, so this is gonna be the Emperor, all the Sith versus Rey, all the Jedi, and it's fucking fuck it, Force Lightning getting reflected back at him. Son of a bitch. Fuck. Also, like worst choreography in any I Star want Wars. You to kill the last these, Jedi uh, will be complete. Just kidding, you're both here now. I want to suck the life force out of you. Yeah, but I'm totally gonna die anyway. And now the force is not something you tap into. It's like a fucking jar in your body that you fill up and you can steal it from people. What? I mean, I guess. I mean, that would have worked if Ray was a goddamn clone for the purpose of gathering force through her life so he could suck it out of her. (laughs) God damn it. Come on. This movie should have been about Kylo fucking Ren. This whole trilogy should have been about Kylo Ren, the grandson to Darth Vader, the fucking chosen one. That's what it should have been about. Not And by the way, the fucking moral of the story apparently 
is you can be whoever you want to be. So don't as retake long as your that's fucking who you're supposed name. to be. <laughs> don't retake your fucking name as Palpatine and make it synonymous with with something different because it's synonymous no, with I evil think, now. I think it was JJ's way of fixing again. I think Ray was supposed to be a Skywalker. Of course she was. It doesn't make any sense otherwise. <laughs> you know what would have made sense? And I think Ben and uh, Ray were supposed to be siblings, like long-lost siblings. Yeah. That seems to be the dynamic that they were going for, right? I think they were supposed to be twins. Just like, just like uh, you know, Luke and Leia. Yeah, it would have made I think sense. They were supposed to be twins, which would technically make them solos. But no, I can't. I don't know whether to blame this on JJ for not planning shit out, or Ryan Johnson for not following the plan, or both. Like there might have been a plan, you know. Maybe we're all wrong. And there was definitely a plan? a plan. I've heard time and time again that Ryan threw away the roadmap or whatever it was. The you know, it wasn't super fleshed out, but the basic concepts were there. I mean, you don't even have to be a good writer to look back and see what is there and be able to make something out of it. Like, you don't need a roadmap. You can just look at the first film and go, yeah, this is where stuff's supposed to clearly fucking go. Like, Poe is supposed to be Han Solo. Like, that's what he's supposed to be. In in terms of, like, Filling that role of a guy that doesn't, he's a maverick, you know? And, you know, it's really weird because in this film, you can tell that he's supposed to kind of go that route. He's supposed to probably not really fight for the resistance, but kind of break away and do his own thing in The Last Jedi. And, and because he just does a complete 180 here, he feels like he's not, his character's so weird. Like, he's, there's so many inconsistencies with poets. Like, oh, he's a, expert fucking pilot This movie just seems like a collection of people doing things and they tell you their reasoning right before it happens and we just have to accept it like poe goes like and now he's a scoundrel or something for no fucking reason he's like an ace fucking pilot (laughs) my favorite part is where poe introduces himself to ray that's that's at the end of last jedi that happens yeah after having already met her in the Force Awakens, did they meet? I don't think they met. Yeah. yeah, they're in the same room together, standing right next to each other. <laughs> Where's it? Where's it at? I gotta find it. I mean, how does no one catch something like that? Well, there's there's books aside from the films, by the way. There are books that are written about these. You actually see Ray and Poe meet in Force Awakens. You just don't see it happen physically. Like, they're standing next to each other, and in the book, they actually meet each other. Uh, <laughs> and then I guess, like, Ryan Johnson didn't read the book. Well, of course he didn't. I don't even think he's seen all the movies. (laughs) 
The Force Awakens novel includes a scene after Rey returns to the Resistance base following the destruction of Starkiller base, where she meets the dashing hotshot X-Wing pilot. It's also a... Okay, I'm not going to read that. The book reads... This is a woman writing this. The book reads, Rey and Poe were not excluded from the celebration, though their sudden tight clinch of sharing excitement led to a moment of mutual awkwardness. Ah, uh, hi, the pilot mumbled. I'm Poe. She nodded slowly, searching his face and finding that she liked it. I recognize the name. So you're Poe, Poe Dameron, the X-Wing pilot. I'm Ray. I know, he smiled back, a little more at ease. Nice to meet you. Yeah, he knows, because she's the fucking Jedi. <laughs> Just fucking helped the Resistance. So that, that You could have even done a little retcon there and made it funny. Like at the end of Last Jedi, just been like, well, I'm Poe, by the way. And she could have been like, yeah, I know, we met. And he's just like, have we? And just end it there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That would have been pretty funny, right? Leaves it kind of ambiguous. Movie tears kind me of apart, Lisa. Tear me apart, Lisa. <laughs> this is some room-level shit, man. I swear to God. Like... There are so many problems with this movie that even the fucking SJW journalist didn't like it. <laughs> the lesbian kissing wasn't enough. We want full-on lesbian sex. That's the only way this would have been acceptable for us. I, I watched Angry Joe review this movie, and they had 40 plot holes. <laughs> 40 plot yeah. holes they came up with. Um. Probably more than that. Yeah, probably more than that. Let's see if I can find it. Without watching the fucking video. It's it's such a shame, too. Like, The Force Awakens... I know a lot of people didn't like it for whatever reason, but... I think it did exactly what it was supposed to do. It was similar enough... They could have even worked in the why this is so similar thing being like, yes, the prophecy keeps trying to resolve and it can't because the Sith keep fucking it up. So yeah, the same thing keeps happening over and over kind of, but they wanted to keep it nostalgic enough to try to set it apart from the prequels and show people like, Hey, we're respecting the original source material, but you know, different characters. Plus, I mean, why do they keep bringing back the original characters just to kill them off? Stop killing yeah, off. Stupid. Your Luke fucking heroes. Have at least been in the third film. Leia should have died in space. Yes, it would have made that impact. More, it would have made that more impactful. What's what's with um, like C three PO like losing his memory and then getting it back and like this whole movie is full Chewie of dying, but then uh, not Chewie's dying. gonna die. But just kidding, he's on a different one. That would have been fucking crazy. It would have taught her a lesson. She would have had to deal with that. No, it's cool. Nothing happened. You're all right. Does she take any damage whatsoever in any fucking movie? No, she's a fucking Mary Sue. They even try to be like, look, she got training. No, that doesn't fucking count. Fuck you, okay? With your nonsense. And the scenes with like, Leia and Ray are kind Leia. of awkward because okay, like they didn't buy, have any lines for Leia. I can buy that Leia you know, learn to be a Jedi by Luke. Why not? Why wouldn't she be? But should have set that up in The Last Jedi. 
Oh, well, yeah. she flies back into the ship. That's obvious. Well, <laughs> where's her fucking lightsaber? Well, now it comes off as JJ having to explain why she could do that because Ryan Johnson fucked it up. Right. It's like she doesn't have a lightsaber. Jedi, all Jedi have light. There's never been a Jedi in the history of Jedi who practices but doesn't have a fucking lightsaber. I, mean, I even subscribe to a few people on YouTube where they talk about medieval weaponry and swords and shit, and they'll they'll dabble in Star Wars stuff too. And like even like Ray's whole technique is like not practical at all. Dude, the fucking the choreography is fucking terrible when it comes to Ray. I don't know if it's the actress that's the problem. No, it's the choreography. The... I mean, even that scene that, for some reason, everyone cites is like the best part of Last Jedi in the room it's with all not, the red guys. It's terrible. If you slow it down, there are so many yes. shitty choreography parts where the guy has to like she purposely miss. She misses beats often. Like, and I then, mean, there's. They... Remember the part where like he takes his little dagger and breaks it in half and has two daggers. They yeah. digitally edit it out because she he gets her in a headlock. And then, like, the dagger in his other hand, which he should just be able to fucking stab her with and have and end it. They, it's like, they well, they have it. to digitally remove because it. Because like, she doesn't hit her marks properly. This is what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if it's her or the choreography because, you know, there's scenes in that in that scene, there's moments where, like, the the guy will... You see guys in the background, like, just fucking turn around and run away because she misses her fucking beat. Like she didn't hit the mark, and Ryan Johnson's the idiot over here that's going perfect. That's a good one. We don't need another one. That was great. No one will notice. It's all happening so fast. It's not like there's hardcore fans that are going to slow this whole movie down and watch it scene by scene. That one analyzing every move, every move, every word. Who does that? No one would do that. I'm a Star Wars fan, and I don't do that. Pompous piece of shit. Every time people talk about it, he's like. Imagine what it would be like. I've seen all four movies. Empire Strikes Back. Seven movies. Seven. I've seen all seven movies. If they released Empire Strikes Back today, people would massacre it. Nobody liked Empire Strikes Back. Yes, they did. What are you fucking talking about? People at first. No, I mean, I get it. Like, you walk out of the theater for Empire Strikes Back. You're kind of left with this. Wow. It kind of ended on a down note. But that doesn't mean people didn't like it. like it. It was like one fucking reviewer or something spreading that, and it was like a popular fucking outlet at the time. So that's why everybody fucking says that shit. But if you look at the numbers, it completely is the opposite. People, like, they did so well that it was, people were going back to theaters and shit to watch it again. He's fucking full of shit. I mean, even, even on Kevin Smith's podcast, and Kevin Smith likes everything, even he had complaints about it's the rise of Skywalker. Like, they, they, can't use that as an excuse. People wouldn't have liked fucking Empire, and Empire is great. Yeah. What the fuck? You're trying to... You think this is Empire? <laughs> you fucking idiot? Are you kidding me? This yeah, is not it's not Empire. like... It's, it's like people trying to remake Dark Souls, or like take inspiration from Dark Souls. Right. Like, oh, people oh, like that. Hard. It's difficult. It's like, well, people didn't like Empire when it came out, so I'm gonna make a movie people don't like. They'll like it eventually. Right? I just don't get how you up the ante after the newer movie, like the prequels and shit with like the far superior fight scenes. How do you fuck that up? They could have, you, you, you have to make it a drama. You can't make it about action. You can't make it an action movie. It has to be, 
Like if you watch the original three, it's less of an action movie and more of like an adventure. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess technically it's action adventure, but it has more of a drama effect to it. I think you could have made these movies should have been more. You can have that whimsicalness in the first episode. I mean, the force awakens has that feel to it. Like it's nice and easy to, it's one of those movies you can watch and not feel depressed or bad about anything. There's not any moments in it where you're like, ah, oh, this fucking, this is Debbie Downer right here. <laughs> but like, just make it more serious. Serious it the fuck up, you know? Make it super serious. Make Ray's lineage matter, you know? Make it matter way more when Han Solo dies for her because Han Solo's, at, you learn, it was your father. You killed our father, Kylo fucking Ren ass some bitch or something, you know, whatever. Make her Luke's kid. Make her born of the force, a reincarnation of Vader. That's all you can do. There's so many cool things you could have done, but she's Palpatine's granddaughter. What the fuck are you talking about? There's no way that guy fucked somebody and had a kid. And that's not even a joke of like, oh, he's ugly. I'm just talking about, it's not his fucking style, man. He's not out here having kids. Falling in love and making babies? The fuck you mean? This would have had to happen after the prequel trilogy. What are you fucking talking about? Oh, everybody has sex. Not the fucking emperor. His fucking goals have nothing to do with banging chicks. At all. Zero. There's a comic book that came out recently. A Disney canon comic book. It's fucking great. I urge you to look look into it and read it, even though I'm about to spoil it. The comic book follows this nurse, okay, on the Death Star or some shit. I think it's the Death Star. She fo- it follows this nurse that is obsessed with Darth Vader, okay? Obsessed with him. Like, she wants to fuck his brains out. She wants to be Darth Vader's bae, okay? She she has, like, these uh, these fantasies about him loving her and him being her being in his arms and shit like that. And the doctor that she's the nurse for, you know, she dreams of him killing him in front of her and, and, you know, he's hugging her in the visions and stuff like that. And she wants to see his face so bad and nobody's allowed to see Vader's face. Vader doesn't let people see his face because of course it looks like a shriveled scrotum. So like everybody that's seen Vader's face, there's like a, 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 a comic, an earlier comic where, uh, Vader's mask comes off somehow. And, uh, Stormtrooper runs up and sees his face and he's like, he's even apologizing for it. And Vader breaks his fucking neck with a force choke, just breaks his fucking neck right there. He doesn't like it. And this woman Mesmer, and she tries to get in and see his face when he's doing like the doctor's doing some work on him. And, and Vader's like, get the fuck out. And then he like punishes, he force pushes the doctor and punishes like, get control of your fucking operating room. Right. And she's like keeping things like she'll find like little bits of shrapnel that come out of his suit and shit when he's being operated on after he's left the table and she'll keep it. And she keeps it in a bot like she's obsessed with this dude. OK, like the, the doctor finds the shit because he leaves his cape behind mistakenly. And she's like smelling it and puts it on. This isn't a comic book that Disney made. She's yeah, like all the best Star Wars shit, shit comes from not the movies, apparently. She's sniffing it and shit and the doctor finds it and she he throws that and all of her little keepsakes into the fucking trash compactor and she goes all the way down to the trash area and digs it out and she finally 
like she walks up to where his uh, meditation chamber's at and she's she's monologuing in her head about how people say that he doesn't lock the door because who the fuck would be a, nobody would dare why, why Darth Vader wouldn't be afraid of anybody he's not afraid of anybody coming in on him so he's going to leave it unlocked sure enough it's unlocked she walks in and it, the chamber's opening and he's sitting there with his mask off and she finally sees his face and she starts talking to him and she's like I knew it I finally seen your face and you're more beautiful than I ever imagined you don't have to hide your face from me. I think you're beautiful and perfect. Blah, blah. And Vader's just calmly looking at her the whole time she's giving this fucking speech. And then it cuts to a panel where he just lightsabers her through the fucking heart. <laughs> like he just, It's just the next panel is his saber is in her fucking chest and she's dead. And then he gets up, walks out and he says, can someone get this trash out of my fucking chamber? He doesn't say fucking, but he's like, can someone get this trash out of my chamber? And that's the end of the comic. <laughs> okay. And the point is, Vader He's don't a give prick. a fuck. He's not out to fuck, okay? He is not out to fuck people, all right? Well, he is, like figuratively. That. No, well, figuratively, but he's not looking for a new girlfriend or something. He's not going to... And Palpatine's the same. Sith do not give a fuck about having sex with women, okay? Their dicks don't get hard at, at anything other than dead Jedi, okay? the idea that the fucking emperor would fuck somebody and bust a nut is just so stupid and creepy. You can do the cloning it thing. Feel, it doesn't feel right. It feels out just of Just fucking make it a clone. Jesus Christ. Make it genetic manipulation or something like that. Just fuck me, man. It's so crazily stupid. Like, oh, and, and well, what about his son? <laughs> Which is what it was, by the way. It's confirmed that She's the daughter of his son. What about his son? So his son's not important. good enough. It skips a generation. <laughs> what is going on? It's so fucking stupid. It's like a fucking moron came up with this shit. JJ, what are you doing? Well, I think for the most part, he did the best he could. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, it sounds like he basically took what he had planned for episode nine. And just like overlaid it and then looked at everything compared to how Ryan Johnson fucked it up and then did whatever he could to kind of make it work. Yep. That's true, but there's still some things he could have done. Yeah. He could he could have made Ray a clone. But he remember, made... Kathleen Kennedy has a say in this shit too. So you're trying to explain yeah. all the shit and why it would be cool, her eyes kind of glaze over and like, Why and bring Palpatine back? You know? Somebody needs to off that bit. There's <laughs> Well, she's clearly not going to be involved. You just wait. They're going to let all the Star Wars hype die down. She's quietly, quietly going to move on to other things when really she got fired. I mean, you can already tell because she comes out and says, oh, there's not going to be any more Star Wars movies for a while. And then, like, Disney comes out and says, oh, no, there is. So she's clearly not in the loop, right? Yeah. Which is a good sign. Yes. Yes, it is. Of course there's going to be more fucking Star Wars movie. They're like there's plenty of people in Hollywood that actually really horrible. care about Star Wars. Star Wars. Well, it's not just about that. Disney just Disney bought it for billions of dollars. It's not going to make a couple films and fuck off. That's not yeah. Disney's way. Disney is a money churning machine. They're constantly and they can't. The reason why they bought Marvel and Star Wars is because they can only re they can recreate their own shit. So many times before. What are, the, what are the chances of like, uh, JJ, can you come back and do your Star Trek thing where you like create an alternate universe and reset the timeline? 
Yeah, it was just beyond repair. Yeah, we fucked up. That would be great. seven, eight, and nine. Like Darth Vader. <laughs> there we was fu- like we fucked up seven, eight, and nine so much we're just gonna retcon the whole fucking. Saga. There was a video game that was being made that ended up not being finished, where what they were doing was an alternate universe, where all the Jedi were Sith and all the Sith were Jedi, and you had like a light side Vader, and it looked really good. Like a that dark side cool. mace window that had been resurrected or some shit. Pretty cool. <laughs> and they should totally do that. They should do the Mace Windu movie. There's no way that guy fucking died from getting his hand chopped off and getting thrown out a window. You've seen Jedi fall from ridiculous heights. Right? Look at Darth Maul. Yeah. Well, dude. <laughs> Again, Palpatine should have been a clone in this movie, but he wasn't. The Palpatine in Rise of Skywalker is Palpatine that was thrown down the fucking shaft. Despite the fact that he exploded. No, actually, it wasn't an explosion. He was opening a wormhole portal because that's a new (laughs) thing that can happen. Red skulled his ass. It just doesn't make sense. Like it feels like I, I appreciate fan service, but there's too much of it in all three of these movies. To the point, it, like it detracts from whatever story there was. It seems like it's it, it has a strong setup, and then they fucking come early, and all of a sudden JJ is like, "Well, what the fuck do I do now?" Epilogue. Epilepsy. It's frustrating. I don't know how so many people with so much money can fuck it up so badly. And you got Star Wars fans and shit. You got the entire extended universe where you can use what you want, retcon what you want, and they don't. That's right. I mean, Jesus Christ, I haven't even read the books or the comics, and I could come up with a better fucking story. I mean, at least I know, like, there's no more kyber crystals and that lightsabers are valuable and rare, and you don't just fucking bury them in the desert. Like, what happens when your fucking lightsaber breaks now? What are you going to do? You can't make a new one. Well, apparently you can now. Because in the Wait, new canon, he, in the new canon, you can make lightsaber crystals out of anything if you just charge it with force power enough. But he lived there. <laughs> it's just fucking weird. It's fucking stupid is what it is. Incredibly fucking stupid. I'm gonna bury his lightsaber. That's what. So what? It's gonna it's gonna inevitably break one day, and she's gonna like go and dig him up. That's the equivalent of a fucking legendary weapon in a video game. What the fuck do you mean? You buried it. (laughs) I mean. If the number of lightsabers you have indicates power, right? Because, like, you can't deflect lightning with one, you need two. Then why the fuck would you not keep those lightsabers? Clearly that means General Grievous was the strongest. (laughs) He was supposed to be. They just didn't show it very well. Like, (laughs) Dooku was a master of the form of lightsaber fighting that was developed when there was a lot of fucking... Sith versus Jedi Wars, right? It was based on 
dueling. Great Jedi shit too. He was great Jedi. But he also mastered every form and passed all that knowledge on to uh, Grievous because Grievous wasn't force sensitive. So they had to basically upload all the fucking knowledge about all the lightsaber forms to make up for it. They don't get into any of that in the movies though. God, I watched that recently. It's surprising. But they make him into like a little fucking chump and if you want to see like how good he actually is, you gotta fucking watch like uh, the Clone Wars. I just it is don't know amazing. why they leave a lot of this shit out. How much better the prequels are than these films? They're not quite as. I mean, the new ones aren't as cringy, so that's good. But well, I, listen, the only thing that when I watched the Force Awakens, I loved it because it looked like the original trilogy. Yeah. The, the the prequels look cartoony, but this looked like the original trilogy. And I was like, this is awesome, man. It's gritty and interesting. And and then just Ryan fucking Johnson, dude. God damn it. I'm telling you what. Everybody's like, if you had a time machine, would you go back and kill baby Hitler? I'd go back and kill baby Ryan Johnson. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Okay? And his SJW fucking face. But he made Looper, which was also retarded. Did the he make Looper? Doesn't, yes, he made Looper. It, wasn't like, bad. it was okay, but it doesn't make sense. It's a paradox movie. Like, okay, he's going to kill himself. Right. Who the fuck would actually do that? Who? It's not it's like his he job, was fucking, though. It's not like he was Hitler. Yeah, it was just his job. He did it because it's his job? Give me a fucking break. But that's a paradox. How does he do it if he kills himself? <laughs> well, I mean, your past self can kill your future self. Yeah. That's it's the other way around. You can't have your future self kill your past self. The end of his life. But why? <laughs> wow, well, these guys are playing like true... Fucking assholes. Just nothing but flash grenades. My guess is Looper was before he was a SJW cuck. Working for the man. Yeah, that's the problem. These people want to pretend they're woke and shit, but they're really just working for corporate, doing what corporate says because they want a fucking job. You know, Jim Carrey is action. He also hasn't Bill worked Martin in a long time, which is weird. Insane. Have you heard him talk? Yeah. He's well, an anti vaxxer socialist who, with Trump derangement syndrome. And like, paint. He paints. To, uh, I mean, it's an easy solution. If you really want to share the wealth, you can share your wealth, but he's not sharing his wealth. Right. Not. I mean, there's no one saying that you have to keep all your money. That option is always open. But why take that option away? It's like the rich people that say the rich should pay more taxes. Well, go do it. You you can give as much to you can give more taxes if you want. There's no (laughs) there's no law against that. The government lets you give more taxes than you owe. Not that you owe the government anything. Let's make that fucking clear. 
that one term of jury duty. It's like, what the fuck? You got all these people like Trump should show his tax returns and then everyone else is like, I think all the politicians should show their tax returns. Like, yeah. How about just everyone shows their fucking tax returns? You know, how about just if you're in the government, then your tax returns become public information. The problem is if you do that, you shouldn't have to show your tax. If you do that, then it's a form of bullying people. Okay. That's all it is. It's a form of bullying people because all you got to do is start being like, oh, look, he gave to this guy who ended up being a Nazi later on down. We already have this shit the happening government? in our culture. Well, I mean, how many fucking people do we already have this happening to? Like, because people have done shit that suddenly they're associated with them. Like, ah, oh, David Duke endorses Donald Trump. I don't care about that. So Just show how much Donald they paid in taxes Trump. to prove that they didn't, like, do some fucking weird loophole tax dodging shit. Well, they're all going to do loophole tax dodging, wouldn't you? And so far as it's legal, but I doubt that everything these people have done has been legal. It's legal because they all fucking pay their Well, you don't know that because to... you don't know what they did because you haven't seen their tax returns. I don't have to see the tax returns. It's legal because there's it's that's what a loophole is. They put the loopholes in to help their buddies avoid taxes. It's all fucking part of the plan. They're all friends with each other and shit, man. The cameras turn off, they smile and shake hands and go out to eat together and shit. Even the ones on the other side of the fucking ball game. Like, it's just fucking fake nonsense. You're not curious to see exactly where these people own, how much they pay? I know where How much money pay. they make? Huh, you're supposed to be a public servant, and you made fucking $10 million last year. Where did that come oh, from? Oh, well, yeah, I mean, we already see most of that with their net worth and shit. I mean, you gotta be careful, though. Nancy Pelosi, for example, where'd she get her money from? She's been in politics her whole life. Well, she married into it. Her husband owns some corporation. Well, so Nancy Pelosi is an anti-corporate Democrat who's married to a corporate guy. It's all fake. It's all bullshit. How much shit has she done to help her husband make money in politics? Like, how many things has she proposed? How many bills has she passed to help his business? You know what I'm saying? Taxes telling? I don't know. That's why I got to hire people to do my taxes, because I don't know what the fuck. Obama ran as a transparency president. He was the least transparent fucking president in history. Yeah, we're just going to pay Iran like a couple billion dollars in unmarked bills, but it's all legit. Yeah, we totally owe him money anyway for this other thing. It's not it's not a bribe or anything like that. Um, World War Three is guaranteed not happening. Iran came out today and uh, said that their response to the attack on this guy was that they're not going to um, commit to any parts of the old nuclear deal that Trump already pulled out of in 2018. So that was a way for them. That was a smart way for them to try and look bold, but at the same time, not have to retaliate and risk losing their fucking listen. The Iranian government is no different than the North Korean government. They just want to keep their fucking jobs. They want to stay in power. They they talk a big game about America this and America that, but they don't. They they know what will happen. They know that, you know, Iran may never become a Westernized country, but if America gets involved, they're going to die. Yes, the leadership will die, just like Saddam Hussein and his his sons. They will die. 
the country will live on and still be Iran in the future, but they will die, and they don't want that. Same with North Korea. They like being alive. I mean, they know it. They talk a good game, but I don't know. Someone recently said it. I don't remember who, but Iran does not want a war because they know that within a week they will all be dead. They will be dead. That's right. Not all of our I mean, people, I don't leaders. think people understand, even though people bitch all the time about military spending, I don't think they actually understand, like, what that translates into, having the most yeah, advanced fucking, fucking military on the planet. H3H3 was like, can we stop? Trump is sitting here bragging about $2 trillion for the military. Can we just stop with the wars? It's like, dude, money That's what we're doing. does not mean war. It's like the you biggest mean, deterrence to war because no one yeah, wants to go to war. The bigger your military, play play a fucking game of civilization. Jesus Christ. The moment they have a bigger army than you, they're coming for you, okay? Because they want what you have. It's like, here's a very simple analogy, right? Next time someone fucking complains about military spending, be like, okay, so you think the military spending equals war. Now let's pretend that I have... $10,000. I got this AR-15 and a bazooka and a sidearm and a knife and night vision goggles and body armor. In my backyard and a tower to watch yeah. your fucking house. And yeah, it's going to be you versus me. This is the, the, the fake war. You versus me. Now you get this spear made of uh, a stick. Now, do you want to go to war? <laughs> no. Yeah, I, oh, I spent, really? Like, I, surprising I spent answer. <laughs> I spent all this money on buying these weapons and building a fucking perimeter fence around my backyard and building a tower where I can watch and see what you're doing all the fucking time. And you didn't spend any money on anything like that. You don't have any weapons. You bought a slingshot once. Yeah. Dollar store. Who do you think is going to win in a fucking war? Not you. Okay. So are you going to attack me? (laughs) Are you going to poke at me? You're going to instigate me? It's not even just about war. It's also about strength and power. Like, these people don't get it, man. Like, the world is not fucking Disney. You you don't get to just go through life and, I deserve to be left alone and not harmed. Listen, that'd be great. I'm a libertarian. I believe in a, individual fucking freedoms. Yeah, I believe but you don't that, believe in isolationism, yeah. really? I mean... No, but I, I believe that you should be allowed to live out your life in peace, but I'm also a realist in the sense that I understand that that's not going to fucking happen all the time. Okay. That's a child's view of the fucking world that everybody should just be left alone. And like, I, it will be great one day when we reach the singularity and that happens, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend that it's something that's possible right now. I'm not going to live my life and vote according to some fucking philosophy. I have, it's not even a principled issue. Like, my principles on libertarianism stand under the idea that I'm trying to do the least amount possible to fuck with other people. So when I vote, I try to vote for people that are going to, you know, do less regulations on people and and do less things that are involved in telling people what they can and cannot do. Unfortunately, as a libertarian, I don't get a candidate. I got to vote for a Republican because that's the closest thing to anarchy that I can get. Okay. (laughs) Except for when they want to ban porn for some fucking reason. Hey, man, the evangelicals. Just fuck them. 
Democrats. The Democrats are worse, though. They want to fucking they, all their shits guys and they're helping people. The fuck those people, okay? I just I see this guy on Facebook. I don't even know why I'm people. so friends with him. I haven't talked to him in years, but every time there's anything to do with Trump, his classic response is just to comment liar. Not like nothing to back it up. No argument. Just like and Trump said that he did this. Just liar. Well, really. Okay. Where are you getting that from? It's like they they don't even bother to do the research. It's just yeah, it's, every, like it's by default you, he's lying. It's like that Twitter post. But he always like, like I've seen him on multiple occasions like actually call for the death of people. And then also we talk about how Trump is hateful. Evil. It's like yeah, dude, you, evil and hateful. You're literally you're talking hateful. about shutting people up and murdering them and calling everyone a liar. Like that sounds like the more evil pathway here. Yeah, you're the Sith. I guess no one thinks they're evil, though, right? Nobody thinks they're evil. Hitler thought he wasn't evil. He thought he was helping the Jews. True. True story. He thought by wiping the Jews out, he'd be protecting them from persecution and all this stuff. It's in his book, Mein Kampf. <laughs> you should read it. It's on audiobook. <laughs> know thy enemy. All right, chapter one. <clears throat> I also read nine 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 nine. <laughs> I don't know any German. I don't know any German. Uh, I just know the nine. I just picture him saying nine in one of those old fucking videos of him like pointing and shit and his fucking hair flapping all over. And... <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, this guy's a really good orator. I mean, that's how you know Donald it's... Trump's evil because he has hair. And Hitler had it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, Hitler. What was that meme we had where it was like, it was a picture of Hitler taking a sip of water and then Trump taking a sip yeah. of water next to it. Well, well, well. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> Lucky here. Anyway, so that's just like Star Wars. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. It's it's like that post you were you were talking about that post that you liked of mine on Twitter, where the fucking person was just like the new. It was the New York. He was quoting the New York Times or something. It was like a general says that they. He didn't even say somebody says something. It just said like, according to source, the generals who were putting forth the options of things to do put in killing Salemi as a crazy option so he'd be likely to take the other ones. They were flabbergasted and concerned when he chose the crazy I'm sure option. they weren't, being that we've done it before. Here's the thing. This is like a fucking infant. You know, most people can't write to save their fucking life. If you put somebody in a room and said, write something good that people will like, that makes sense, They they or you're going to die, they'd be killed the next fucking day. Okay, most people, like, this is how the story should have gone because blah, blah, blah. Like, this guy, clearly, whoever wrote this at the fucking New York Times has no sense of, like, common sense. So the military guys in charge put something on the list, like made a list of stuff that he could do to Iran. Okay, let's say five things. And the fifth thing they put on there was a crazy option because they wanted him to choose one of the other four options. 
Why not just put four options? Are you fucking <laughs> like only a fucking retard that writes for a fucking magazine would think this kind of way? And he put something on there to make him pick the other one. What the fuck are you talking about? And so I'm supposed to believe that the people that put that on the list are like taken aback that he would choose that. You're so fucked. That's the, the best list. option. The, clearly the best fucking option. Why? Why well, would you no, no collateral lie? damage? He's already called off an attack on Iran because of the collateral damage. If it's a bad option, why put it on there? If you don't put it on there, guess what? He's choosing the other fucking options. You fucking kidding me? I'm supposed to believe this shit? Give me a fucking break, man. I cannot believe that Trump kills an obvious fucking terrible person. I'm t- I swear to God, if Osama bin Laden was not killed by the fucking Obama regime and Trump did it, people would be like, I can't believe he killed Osama bin Laden. This is a terrible thing. People are going to, now the Taliban are going to retaliate and be upset at us. He shouldn't have did that. World War Three. by World War Three. What's World War Three? That's where Iran fights everybody. Okay. <laughs> All right, that I lasts guess. about two seconds. Like, what are you talking about? World War III's coming? So what? Based on what? Iran? We're supposed to... Like, these people are fucking scared of Iran. They're fucking pathetic all over fucking Twitter. Please, Iran, don't hurt us. Like, okay, I get that a lot of them are memes, but Michael Moore actually wrote a DM to the fucking, cal- the, the fucking guy that's in charge of Iran. He DM'd him and fucking publicly talked about how he DM'd him, asking him not to retaliate and shit. Like, shut the fuck up. Are you fucking serious? Isn't that, like, illegal, by the way, to, like, talk to foreign leaders and shit about foreign politics? I don't know, but, like, that's the internet now. This is what everyone wanted. Why is the fucking leader... I ran on Twitter. Oh my God. It's so crazy, dude. I don't get it. I don't understand any of it. This is the world we live in. So they, (laughs) whatever, I'm done. No one's going to come out and be like, wow, we were wrong. It's not World War Three. It's just going to go away and something else is going to take its place. Hopefully it's Epstein again. Hopefully there's kind of new damning evidence. I hope something comes with that. And it's just, we just, I don't know, man. Part of it feels like we're going, we're regressing. Just everything's regressed. It's the internet, man. It's giving everyone a voice, and everyone's fucking using that voice to be fucking stupid. Plus, I mean, it's probably, like, these people probably would have thought the same thing if there wasn't an internet. You just would never have any way to know. They would have just spouted their crazy, and people would have been like, okay, well, I'll take my number four combo now and just fucking leave, and that would be the end of it. But now it's, you know, this shit gets shared. Someone says something stupid, someone important and stupid, has a lot of followers, decides that, hey, that's pretty smart, even though it's not. And now the whole world (laughs) sees it. Yeah. 
I can't even fucking spawn. Dude, they got these spawns locked down so bad. I can't even spawn right now. Whatever, domination on shipment is just to level up weapons. Yeah. Domination. I shot three people in the head as they ran through my gunfire. None of them died. So what else are you going to talk about or are we done with the podcast? I mean... What else, what else is, is there, there really? to talk about? <laughs> the world sucks. Mostly because of the people in it. And they can't that's even the, get Star Wars, best right? Quote, that's the best quote I've ever heard. Don't meet your heroes, because heroes are people, and people suck. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing through Final Fantasy again with my wife, because she wants to experience those... I did seven and eight. I'm on ten right now. I didn't want to go straight to nine because I've never played nine or seen nine, but nine is kind of slow. I wanted to jump to ten. I think we should do that soon, play through the Final Fantasy series. We got the remake coming up, and I do think that just like Resident Evil 3 and 2, it's going to be more, uh, it's going to be better if you play the original first because you get to pick I'm up I'm not going to be able to play the remake until it comes out on PC yeah well it'll come out on PC let it sit with you for a while yeah. I mean what if I don't like Final Fantasy I think you'll like it you like those kind of games typically not really you like Secret of Mana yeah because it wasn't turn based well yeah but it's it's fine the PC version, you can mod and shit and use trainers. Who fucking cares? And the the remake's going to be similar to Secret of Mana with, like, no turn base, basically. You know that for sure? Yeah, Is it going to be like Final really... Fantasy X or XV? Because that wasn't great either. No, it's more like... Uh, like, you're, you're, you're going to be standing around the battle screen, being able to move anywhere you want. And like, uh, you wait for your bar to fill up. So it's technically turn-based, but you can hotkey all your abilities to a button press so that you can just press the button. Uh, so you don't have to go through menus and shit and kind of have like a more quicker battle system for people that don't want to fuck with menus. But when you do go into menus, it slows the game down to like a uh, super slow speed when you're selecting shit instead of pausing it outright like 15 did. But if you don't like that kind of method, like I said, you'll be able to just like attach it, attach abilities to hotkey buttons. I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be a good game. Diablo 4, planning on playing that at all. Looks really fucking good with the mounts and shit. You know, I wasn't really I haven't seen caring about it a whole lot. I didn't really care about it a whole lot when they announced it, but 
After seeing some gameplay that Blizzard's been putting up on their launcher for Diablo, it's like, okay, that actually looks really cool. Like, you get mounts in the game, and you can, you know, activate abilities as you dismount. Pretty fucking cool. I think uh, visually the game looks really fucking good. Yeah, Warcraft 3 Reforged is coming out this month. Yeah, don't care. No? No. Never played it. I don't like the story in World of Warcraft. Don't really like RTS games. Kind of good. Fair enough. Apparently they were going to do a lot of retcons, but then decided to go back on that. I don't know why. This is what I'm talking about. I, I think what happened was they had like some people come in to play it, and those people didn't like the retconning. That's what I'm talking about. We need to just get jobs doing that. Right. Like be, being the video game tester guys. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. They just don't get paid anything. Not well, the tester, I mean, tester. Well, they do. I mean, it's not a much. Job. It's like a part time job for kids. That's why the QA sucks on everything nowadays. Well, that's what I'm saying. We fix video games by being the QA people. It's really frustrating. I kind of did that when I had my job in vaping. And be like, hey, uh, this is all fucked up, you guys. Oh, okay, well, too bad then. <laughs> it's like, it only matters that people are going to do anything to fix it. Well, I guess we can end the podcast there. It's been three and a half hours. It, it's a good one, making our triumphant return. I gotta cook some shit. Thanks Manic for listening, God. everyone. That's Star Wars, Control, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft a little bit, politics. You got mostly electronic gaming. That's exactly what we're here to provide. Mostly. Mostly. So you can find me on Mixer, as usual, mixer.com slash the night terror. You guys, uh, you, you missed it. I had, you know, a lot of time off over Christmas, but you guys weren't there. I guess I wasn't uh, clear enough when I said I was going to be streaming a lot. <laughs> I'm back to my normal schedule now. And yeah, uh, what else? Oh, yeah. If you actually listen to the podcast and you like it, Please rate and review it somewhere. Because oh, highly rated and reviewed shit gets seen easier. It's like a snowball effect. Plus, you never know. We might just be like, well, nobody watches it, so I guess we'll stop. And I um, I will read all the comments no matter what they are. Right here. Even if they're the N-word. What? <laughs> <laughs> Neighbor? I'm going to name my firstborn son's middle name E-N-W-A-R-D N-word First name I'm going to (laughs) say And middle name starts with a D I'm going to say say D-N-word I'm going to say D If it's a girl it's Sadie I'm a Sadie. <laughs> What's your name? I'm a Sadie N word. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let you finish. Emma Sadie. Emma Sadie N word.
a bit. Cool. Thanks for listening, everyone. You can find Gambler on Twitch sometimes and on Twitter. On Twitch.tv. And if you really want to make it, what you got to do is um, find Gambler on find the shit that... slash the night terror. Yeah. Find Gambler on Twitter. Wait until he posts a comment replying to someone else and then post the gif he was looking for. Get 100 likes. What the fuck? <laughs> Out of nowhere. And Monty streams sometimes on Mixer. Mixer.com slash Monty4G63. He drives cars. Exciting, I know. <laughs> and you can find us all on Discord. I don't know the URL for Discord, but you can uh, you can join the Discord. There's a link somewhere. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Until next time. Thank you very much. <laughs>